Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What is up? Le Gypsy Gang, uh, we are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast and uh, yeah, pretty stoked on uh, being back and into the swing of things. Feels like things are getting uh, back to be being a little bit more normal. Uh, got a pretty rad podcast uh, for everybody today, something kind of different and left field. Um, Ryan Gambin is a guy that he's been on the podcast before. He's a really good friend of mine, a guy that I really trust. Uh and he has been trying to put together this podcast with myself and Jules uh, and him for a while now. Um, I remember Jules the Jackal from a viral Facebook slash YouTube video um, a bunch of years ago. And uh, I like, and I, I mean viral as in like hundreds of millions of views. You basically could not go go anywhere without, uh, on the internet without seeing this video. Uh, it got reposted by so many people, so many blogs. Like, so it was legit like viral in the sense of the word. Um, and anyway, we uh, kind of come up that he was uh, down to get on the podcast. Uh, he's a, a guy that Ryan used to train throughout his MMA career. Um, so yeah, I was like, sweet. We'll, um, yeah, we'll do it. I'd be interested to hear what it was like to kind of live through something so crazy. Um, and I kind of, I figured, you know, like he's a professional fighter, like his job is to sell fights. Like he was just trying to do his job. Um, and I guess like the nightmare scenario for him played out but it's like fuck i get it when you when you risk it um yeah can you can win big or you can lose big and in that situation that went down um and then halfway through i guess towards the end um i actually found out during the podcast that uh jules was also involved in a domestic uh violence kind of deal um so yeah, it was kind of a weird one to to learn about something like that through the podcast and then have to, I guess, deal with it on the spot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't normally listen to these. I've listened back to it a couple of times. I haven't cut anything out of it. Um, I was just trying to be, I guess, like objective and listen to a guy that went through a scenario um, that I hope to never be in. Um, and I 
tried to make that clear in the podcast, um, my stance on that. Um, I think Jules also shares the same stance and so does, so does Ryan. Um, but the dude made a mistake and he's had to live with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely like it was, I'll be honest, it was one that has played on my mind a little bit before, um, before releasing it. But I don't know, I guess sometimes these things, they, they exist. Um, it's a part of society, uh, a part that all three of us in that room, uh, wish wasn't a part of society, but I guess, uh, yeah, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, really, really in depth, deep. Yeah. Really deep and heavy podcast. Um, I hope that somebody that's in a, a kind of a bad relationship or if there's an abusive relationship or if there's stuff and I mean guys and girls like either side of the coin um, please let this podcast be a uh, I guess a lesson into the effects of what it can do to your life um, both sides and just leave any kind of negative situation that you could see resulting in something like this or if you get in the heat of the moment, um, and that starts to feel like it could be an option, um, then just, just leave, like, just get out of, uh, the situation that you're in. So, um, yeah, just didn't, didn't really know exactly kind of how to lead into this one, but I just thought I would, um, I guess just really like state my opinion on that matter. Um, and yeah, please use this as a, I guess, as an educational type deal in a sense, I guess. Um, but yeah, that, that is my stance on it. If you are in a relationship like that, please don't let it get to the point, um, that it got to in Jules's case. I think you, you'll be able to tell in the podcast, the, the way that he talks, that it has been something that he's carried with every single day since, uh, since it happened. So, um, I really appreciate him coming on. I really appreciate Ryan coming on and, uh, yeah, sharing what is, uh, a gnarly story. So thank you very much to our sponsors that make the podcast possible. Uh, shout out to the guys at boost mobile. You can head to boost.com.au. Uh, we have been relying on them more than ever as we've been getting into these remote Skype call, uh, podcasts, uh, the data has just been so, so instrumental in, uh, in making those happen. So massive thanks to those guys. Massive shout out to the guys at Crick's Tweed who are still open for business. Crickstweed.com.au. Thank you to everybody that supports the podcast. Uh, if you want to get your hands on some Gypsy Tales merch, you can head to gypsy-tales.com. Uh, we're pretty much sold out of everything. So uh, if you have missed out on any of that latest merch drop, please head over to the website and uh, get your grubby little mitts on them. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Peace. All right. I think everyone's audio is all good. Um, fuck yeah. We're doing it. Hey. Jules the Jackal, Ryan Gambin. Got everyone together at once. We're here. This has taken a little bit to get done. I apologize. Just took a global for, crisis. I know. I apologize for my schedule, by the way, too. Because that's all, that's all that it was. That's uh, Sometimes it's hard to get three busy dudes yeah, together right. in a room. Yeah. You're a very busy man. So, but I appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, it's it's going to be cool. Like, I um, do. I remember, like, obviously, the thing that a lot of people would know you for 
was the um like that way in and then the way that the media portrayed like the tattooed bully gets beat up by the fucking clean asian dude <laughs> and it's like that was this perfect storm and then uh i guess you've had a pretty wild ride since then so and i must also add Ryan is a guy that I respect to the absolute moon and back, and he's had nothing but amazing things to say about you, uh, and that's basically all I needed to get you on the podcast, so I'm stoked you're here, I'm mate. super, super happy to be here. Um, there was... I've had so many opportunities, obviously, to sit down and talk with people, but I didn't really feel like... One, I didn't really want to talk yeah. about anything. There wasn't anything to talk about. Um and two the people that were um reaching out to me i think had the wrong intention uh, yes Mm. and um fortunately enough i had no management at the time of many of these incidences it was just like a roller coaster like one thing after another you know that domino effect and ryan was taking care of me Mm. as a fighter at the time um so luckily he had advised me, um, don't talk to anybody, you know? And I was like, uh, I got to, yeah. I got to do something. I got to say something. And, um, he's like, dude, don't, he's like, you don't got to say anything. He's like, just leave it. He's like people that are really close to you, people that know you. It wasn't the right time, Jules. And, uh, knowing you, it was too fresh. It's been a long time, man. And, and someone like yourself, I know you well enough. I think it's the right time. It's the right platform. Um, you know, I think we got a good mix here uh, with who's involved in this chat. Who knows how big this can go, but I'm sure a lot of people want to hear your story. And we've got someone that doesn't know you at all, probably judged you, you know, from the media that he's seen. Don't blame him. So did the rest of the world. You've got someone that knows you fairly well. I guess, you know, I'd never really... Um, I, I thought you more. I thought more of you as an athlete than a friend, but now you know we're on that friendship level. You cut my hair and stuff, so we we chat a lot. And then you got you, you know, one side of the big story, but the whole side of your life story. So I think we're going to have a good conversation here, and it is the right platform and the right time. Yeah, well, a hundred percent. As soon as Ryan, I mean, Ryan has looked. They pull this up closer to you. Ryan yeah. has looked after me, you know, tremendously as a, as a friend. Um, it was a coach, obviously, first. Yeah. And we became friends. He didn't have to friend me. You know what I mean? Um, but he did. I tried to make a point not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told a all lot of, my friends a lot of say, people, no, he's not my friend, yeah, he's my athlete. A lot of people, a lot of people did. A lot of people um, did. And especially when shit hits the fan, people do tend yeah. to disengage pretty fast, you know? But funnily enough, that's when Ryan sort of like stepped up, stepped up, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa!" Well, like, that's when the real ones do. It meant a lot, you know. Yeah. So when he shot through Gypsy Podcasts, I was like, "Are you asking me to to, to speak?" And yeah. he's like, "Yes." And I said, "Fuck! It's been five years. Yeah, five years, yeah. really? Fuck me a minute." Yeah. Well, with that man, like, well, my take on the whole thing. <laughs> I'm a mixed martial arts fan. I'm a I'm practice martial arts myself, and like, are you? Where are you? Galeb, Galeb Brothers. That's right, yeah. Galeb Brothers. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. So yes. my my whole take on it is like, I'm in the fucking media business. Like, I get what you were doing, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I the the thing is like, I was a fan of as as a mixed martial arts fan. I'd seen that's not like that was your first fight. 
and I'd seen other fights where you could see that there was like a sportsman there. It's like if you're that dude at the weigh-in after every fight, before every fight, not shaking people's hands, not being respectful. Like there's a there's a martial artist like code and conduct, and it's like before just that weigh-in thing. It's like I've seen other instances where you were that so you have that martial artist conduct. So it's like in my head, like I thought it was a a big time media blowout. It's so, but it's so e- like you have to know it's so easy for people to paint the picture that they did. That's the I think that's the that's man. The it thing, was a you know? beautiful, beautiful. It was executed perfectly. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, like yourself, um, I spent a lot of time in the media industry trying to market myself because. Mm. This was before Conor McGregor. Yeah, so that's there a was, key thing that's, to know. Yeah, this was before. He I had know Jules signed. doesn't like saying it. Um, I've heard it before, and I do agree that he was basically doing Conor yeah. before Conor. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I've heard I've heard that he existed in Ireland. You know yeah. what I mean? As I existed in Australia, yeah. doing what I was doing. But the the way he promoted himself to initially get you seen or take for Dana White to have taken interest in him in the first yeah. place was because of his antics you know what yeah. I mean um, I had no idea that was going on in Ireland because he hadn't no one knew who he was you know I was just doing what I was doing here in Australia yeah um, it wasn't even my, the UFC wasn't even on the card for me like it wasn't even in my head it was more so like I want to walk down the street and people go what a funny guy or like yeah. you know that was cool what you did Or and there was a long time where that was the case you know what I mean like people understood it and people loved it you know yeah, what I mean? Right. I think then when it became twisted was when, you know, then people sort of just um, internationally, I think that didn't know me and didn't know it was just part of the, the marketing yeah. and, and, and the business side of things, I should say. Um, that's when they were like, oh, what a jerk. And I think, is that me? That's you, bro. Sorry, mate. I'm bringing I'm getting. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a phone call from Beijing, China. China. I'm getting a I'm getting a phone call from China. Sounds legitimate. Corona, bro. Yeah, mm. I'm not answering that. How do I? How does my phone? How do I? I'm just going to turn it off. Huh? Airplane. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here, right. So, yeah. So when that sort of was like, oh, this guy's a jerk, and then the funny thing is, everyone in Australia that was loving it, that was absolutely couldn't get enough of it yeah. they they then just joined the bandwagon and went oh yeah what a jerk you wait know? it's a mob mentality dude as soon as like I've I mean I've got that in like the first experience I had with that was I did a podcast with this dude Chad Reed, who's like a big Australian guy like big Australian motocross guy yeah and uh it was a fucking sick podcast we're friends like me and him are really good friends and there was just like this one video where I cut up 20 minutes of the podcast and it was I did it the way that I did it because we were kind of like arguing back and forward yeah but we're friends so it's like we can do that but people don't have context of that there's like if you go on that video fucks me there's thousands of comments saying I'm a fuckwit oh really and they're yeah. like chat we spoke about this about yeah. this during my podcast yeah so yeah. it's like the people there's a certain like mob mentality that exists and there's it's i guess it's just like social proof like once one person or two people or 10 people say someone's a fuckhead or someone's this or this is that it's just like a fucking plague man that that people can jump on that and there is this like social proof that takes place and it's like that's what going viral is is just an immense fucking levels of social proof so it's like 
it equated. is what it is man like it can't work for everyone you know what i mean like mm. there are people that it really helped and there are people that it didn't help so much mm. um you know but it's you know it, it's such a powerful thing you yeah. know what i mean um it's all good when we want to use it and it works for us you know we're not complaining but you've also well, that's to, the thing you've right? got to be prepared yeah. for it to be to be t- you've got to be prepared for it to also do the opposite to were and you prepared for it do you think <laughs> good well, question at the time social media wasn't it still wasn't like this um instagram and you know all that wasn't um wasn't like it was now so at the time was i prepared for it no mm. i but wasn't you, you can't be prepared for it until you've been in it right then you realize okay yeah it's it's it really can happen um it's all you hear about it you yeah. see it you're uh, uh you know you're a spectator or you're like you're sitting at home you're an audience you know yeah. and you, you do see it but you don't think it's going to happen you know to you like you said until it does um it was it was one of the first i think situations like it yeah. Should we describe the video for people that haven't yeah, seen it? Yeah, I guess it, right. Know? So, yeah, so for people that haven't I seen it. I want to hear it from, yeah. I want you to explain it. Yeah. Basically, um, so there was, you had the Bantamweight belt at the time, right? Yeah. So you were the Bantamweight champion. Which is 135 kilos. Yeah, uh, pounds, oh, right? Yeah, so. 61 kilos. Big boy. Yeah, I was going to say, kilos. fucking thick, yeah. son. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was very small, yeah. Um, so you had the belt. Uh, it was Ben Nugent, wasn't it? Ben Ben Nguyen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, we've got uh, to describe you. You've got tattooed from literally from forehead to toes. Yeah. So that's the that's the look versus uh, an Asian uh, one thirty five pounder that didn't have a tattoo. Looked no, like the looked like he was a programmer at Fortnite. <laughs> and basically, uh, you as the champ, the weigh in, put your fist into his face, and then just intimidation like doing what a fighter would do protecting the and uh, protecting, protecting the, the belt yeah <laughs> and uh and then so there was that and then you got clipped 20 seconds into the fight essentially and stopped uh and then that what was the official time i don't even know i was oh. asleep <laughs> I, slept, I slept through most of it um but yeah so basically the, the thing is man is like if that was like a fucking five round war and there was like blood all over your face and then like then you got knocked out it's like you can't make the same clip but no, the fact no. that you got you clipped, called it perfect storm. it's like you've got a 30 second fucking thing that can like grab people's attention keep people's attention yeah. and it's like it's a it's a meme like really it's like 100%. this is bully gets bashed by nerd essentially exactly, and it's like yeah. it, it's a fucking easy sell man it's such an easy story <laughs> it fits so perfectly you, and the, the thing is too is like you can't like you can't fake the tattoos on the face you can't fake all that shit so then it's like I think that even like adds into the storyline because it's not even like it was a they manufactured that look like that is genuinely your your look and it's so easy then to like you're on such an extreme he's on such an extreme it's so easy to, to paint that picture so basically i think what he got fucking hundreds of millions of views on facebook like yeah. i remember it just being around for weeks man like i, weeks I stopped I, I stopped counting after 200 plus mm. Was a lot of fucking people man yeah 200 million there's one video i've seen one video and it's just got 47 million on its own so I know there's several, like there's a few. There's, there's a, a few. Of them there's there's, there's a, yeah. a few of them. 
But oh, what's important, I want to mention who made the, that video. That fight, yeah, we don't know who made Probably that XFC, video. Probably XFC, bro. Like nah, they, it was like Nitro. Not, oh, it wasn't Nitro. an XFC show. Oh, uh, was it Nitro? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, yeah, the new one. Um, yeah, I want to point out, though, how many tickets did you sell that fight? Dude, the people the, were in the crowd, like, yeah, literally squid, cheer, yeah. cheering Jack. The point like, I'm trying to make first, is yeah. it worked. a lot of people forget that it worked yeah. and it was a persona and well, it was an look, act. A lot of people don't know. What they don't know is that Harley Davidson Gasoline Alley, right, were the ones that sponsored the event. Yeah, they were the ones right. that were putting the money up for the whole event, yeah. right? So they were the ones that said, and the only reason they wanted to do this was because I was on the card. Yeah. So I might add that as well. Um, that's pretty fair to say and um, they had like a big signing um, where it was like we were just sitting there and I was with John Wayne Parr at the time and um, uh, were we signing gloves or photographs or something for people that were coming to see us as a yeah. promotional thing Yeah. Um, and we had to sit on a few Harleys and stuff um, and I believe that particular sh- uh, shop is is owned by someone in Canada, Harley Davidson Canada. Oh yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, and um, they 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 were even now. I think I got a message from them like even like this year. Yeah, still saying, hey, do you remember me? We we sponsored you. I hope you're doing well and stuff. Like they were big fans. Yeah. Um, so I might add that Harley were the ones that said, look, we will we will we will put up this way in event. But we want Julian to do something like yeah. cool. We want everyone back home in Canada to be like, "Wow, you guys have got this cool fighter in Australia," kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that's just in a simple way of putting it. Yeah, which um, makes sense. Yeah, it's business, man. And um, I don't know whether they told Ben this was going to happen or, or whether it wasn't. But I was. I had a phone call, and they said, "Can you get in his face a little bit, rough him up a bit?" You know, nothing, nothing that would be disrespectful mm. you know or anything like that because it wasn't over the top even in my like in my look opinion. it has to be real yeah it has to be real you dude john I mean? jones fucking threw like a straight People overhand line at you know? daniel cormier the thing like, is is this was could have been a lot worse this yeah. was before that yeah true, you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you gotta remember i don't too. think you had bad intentions no 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 at I mean, that way and i don't think you f- had bad intentions for ben then i don't think you wanted anything to go down or happen no, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't ever think that about anyone that I fight. It's just, it's just work. We're gonna fight anyway. Like, yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna go and fight anyway. Like, um, at the end of the day, I took the fight because no one else wanted to fight Ben. You know, he was like a 20, 20 fight. Um, I and think, like, we need to mention, I, like, he's a legit motherfucker. Like, he's dude, gone on to yeah. fight in the UFC. And like, he's a fucking gangster. Julian knew that. Like, yeah. dude, he hasn't just gone on to fight in the UFC. He's, he's gone on to have like a a winning streak in the in UFC. one right won, is, is he in one or UFC now no no in the UFC but he's, he? he's won he's Did won he get cut? I'm not even sure now What's that? Did he get cut from UFC no, no. I, I don't think so he only lost he's only lost like one fight um, he's, like, what was your record at the time I think it was like nine fights and one loss and his 20 fights yeah like something crazy like nearly 20 wins like, yeah. or something like that I think he yeah. had like two losses yeah um, lived in Thailand at the time yeah the he was a legit motherfucker yeah you know what I mean and I knew but at the same time what 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 won for me in all of my fights was tremendously humongous weight cuts I'm yeah. talking 20 20 kilogram weight cuts really 20 kilogram weight cuts look at me 
fuck that. Look at me. Look at the size of me. I'm not a bantamweight. Not under my watch. (laughs) That wasn't under my watch. (laughs) But that was that was what we because of my height. Like any like. I'm a thick guy, so if I was to fight guys my yeah, weight, you'd have to fight lightweight, because I'm a lightweight. I would fight like tall ass guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with long arms and long limbs and shit. Well, I'm like nearly six one, and I'm a lightweight, so it's a massive advantage. Yeah, like on, yeah. on my end, like yeah, even jiu jitsu stuff, it's the same. In, in MMA, it's not ideal just because of the grap- grappling. Mm. You know, height difference can really wear you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On the cage, yeah. so and on the ground, um, and with the limbs, and you know, we can go on. But so this whole um, situation was 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 set up for a reason. It was for business. Yeah. And I, I went to do my job. And I knew the consequence. You know what I mean? I knew what would happen. I could I could still lose tomorrow. You're an idiot if you go into any fight thinking I've got this, so I'm gonna win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like let's face it, we've all got that mentality, but there's that chance, you know what I mean? So to 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 really um you know, to put it all on the line. And that's what I did. I put all my cards on the table. Yeah. You know. Because that's a big fight. Yeah, it's a big fight. It's with, like, in in terms of a guy like yourself that's wanting to be a professional mixed martial artist as a career and make, you know, the goal is do you have a short career, make as much fucking cash mm. as you can, mm. you get the bag and then you bail. Yeah. And it's like, you've got to do shit. Like, you've got to take big chances. You've got to, you know, like, you really have to... Yeah, put, you put yourself out there to do that, you know. Hundred percent. You got to yeah. roll the dice, no matter what you do. In life, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, this, you know, when you're fighting, you, it's it's just it, you are. That's all you're doing is rolling the dice. Every time you get in there, you're rolling the dice. I just wasn't an idiot. Mm. Yeah. I so knew what that. we're saying, man, you knew. Yeah, you knew what you're in for. I knew you that. You took I, the fight anyway. You still had a lot of confidence, and you put on a show, and didn't work out too well for you. Mm. What about That's your right. next fight? But hey, let me go <laughs> back to this. Let me go back to this before we even go to the next fight. Um, so that fight happened and, um, the tattooed, this is, this is the only thing, this is the only time you'll hear me even remotely upset about this situation. I don't care about the video. I don't care about anything. What upset me was that after the fight had happened, like I just, I just got clipped and I was like, wow, shit, I I got clipped. Yeah. But I didn't, I remember in the first few seconds we touched gloves and I remember he, he threw up a head kick. And I sort of like caught yeah, it. the toes got you in the in the yeah. chin kind of yeah. like yeah. And I smiled at him like yeah, to, like because I remember just feeling nothing. Yeah. Like I remember just being he was he's very he was very light, yeah. you know, right footed. And I just remember thinking, all right, because my advantage once again, what I was saying with the weight cuts was that I was always bigger than the other and guys. So it don't matter how how big you are. Yeah, and that's where I got caught was because I relied on that hand that I always threw in every fight. What I didn't know is I was throwing it at a, like, trying to catch a fly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he was just too quick. Yeah. And I just end up just going, look, I'm just getting tipper-tappered by these hands. I'm just going to throw something here. Yeah. And I just carelessly just threw. And at the same time, he just threw that little hook and just clipped it, but had had good power yeah. in his hands. Um, and pinpoint accuracy. I was going to say, it was just timing, man. man like, his, it was just his, a clean his shot. His timing, that guy's yeah. timing is insane. Yeah. Go watch any of his fights. He lands hands. He doesn't throw hands. He fucking lands them. Yeah. Lands them. <laughs> and they, 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 they hit. That leather hits hard. You mm. know what I mean? Um, it's not the hardest I've been hit by far, but 
Yeah, but when just you the hit someone, when you hit, when you hit spot, the spot, man. you know what I mean. It's like when you hit a golf ball. And I always say that to people, like you know, when you hit a golf ball and you hit it so good, you can't actually feel it hit the club. <laughs> That's what it's like when you knock somebody out. That's the feeling. It's just like fucking the sweetest pop, and you don't feel it. The ones most that of the fucking, time you're shocked when you've knocked someone out. You're like, well, that, that I didn't got even hit him. him. Yeah, that got yeah. him. You know. Yeah. So, and he was the same. He was. Here's the thing. I, the, the first initial thing when I watched the video is like, I'm kind of flattered how excited he is to beat me. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking bum. I'm a nobody. In comparison to what he'd done. Fucking, I'm a bum. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was just a tattoo guy. I was a poster boy. You know what I mean? I, I, all I knew was to throw hands. I was, a, I was a street brawler. I was a prize fighter. Never been a martial artist before. Didn't yeah. even have a fucking gym. Like, I, I, I went from gym to gym just to spar every fucking Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just was going in there. I think my first MMA fight was a win as well mm. and the first time or something I had two weeks training before, under my belt I didn't even train for the like someone called me and said Paul Demacoli called me in the first MMA show in, in the country the first time anyone was allowed to fight in a cage I think in Australia maybe and it was like it was called Fate and it was owned by Prophecy Promotions and they, they needed someone to fight this guy their opponent pulled out and they've called me and and my brother was a kickboxer at the time who knew a coach and he called and said, do you want to take a fight? And I said, yeah, well, you know, they're like, oh, it's like 600 bucks. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I just- That's crazy, and dude. I, I went and then, and then um, my friend, a friend of mine said, hey, <laughs> this is a real, the promoter said, this is a real situation here. You could probably get hurt. And I'm like, you know, worst comes to worst, you know, you get busted up a bit. Like I've had plenty of fights, you know? Yeah. So, and then they were like, yeah, but this is a professional you're fighting. I think you should go to a gym and just, understand what you're getting yourself into you know get, get some practice in maybe work on some some wrestling defense and i was like where do i go and they drove me to daniel lima's gym in miami yeah right fight club yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they and they said yeah, this guy's gonna have he's a, fight. a fucking good dude and daniel was like he's a he's a real good dude he's by the book he hate he he doesn't hate me but <laughs> he just thought i was crazy you know yeah. he was like you know, man, I, I don't think it's a good idea for you to take a fight, you know? Like, it's, 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 you're going to get yourself hurt, you know? Like, with his little Brazilian accent, he's like, man, he's tiny, chill, 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 chill. And I'm looking at this little, you know, dude, like, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, is this, the, is this, are you, like, is Ashton Kutcher going to come out soon? Like, yeah, is this a up. fucking joke? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he just beasted on me, man. Yeah, just no fucking tied joke. me up in a pretzel. And he was just like, and he helped me do some defense of the night, off for the night. And he goes, man, if this guy, if this guy, you know, gets close with you, you do this or do that. And he just showed me some things. But it was two weeks with him. And that was my first fight. So, and, and then that was the start of my professional career. So what, what to backtrack a little bit, what even made these promoters, like what kind of circles and shit were you in to where like a promoter would call you for a fight? Like, had you been known for street fights and shit like that? Or? Um, nah, nah. I just, look, I was, I was... I was kick. I was. I went to a kickboxing gym. My brother was was a kick was kickboxing at the time, and I went into the gym. I was a soccer player. I played soccer, like high level soccer. Yeah, right. Um, and and I I went in there, and my brother was like, "Man, you got to learn. You know, you got to come down. You, you got good. You got good legs. You got big legs. You got." Dude, good I saw legs. one of the, your fights that there was some fucking leg kicks in there. You were chopping this kind of. Yeah, up. I was yeah. like, that's that fucking. Le that's legit. That was Ryan's fight. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was that with the jujitsu dude? Oh, uh, no, that was no, that wasn't a jiu-jitsu dude. He was well, he was a good grappler. He's yeah. good, but um, he was he was a bit of boxing. But the jiu-jitsu guy you're talking about is um Gustavo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a wicked scientist too. But yeah, um, back to let's just let's just go back yeah, to that yeah. to that main fight because yeah. we got carried away. But the thing is, what upset me 
was that, and the only thing that upset me was that after the fight, because um, I, I got locked, like I got, I got clocked, and you know I was out, and I remember my look, my coach just goes to me, he knew, he knew I would have been devoted, and he said to me, the first thing he said to me was, he goes, don't look at the, don't look at the TV screen, just whatever you do, yeah. he's like, you know, you just got, you got, you got knocked out, and I, I sort of looked up at him and I said, what round? And he goes, first. Fuck, so he hit you pretty hard. I was out. Yeah, man. that's heavy. Yeah, I was out. And he finished too. Like yeah. he, you know, um, and I wasn't out for long, but you're, you're yeah, you've yeah. turned off. Yeah. What's the What's the first thing you remember about that fight? Do you remember it at all? Looking at the screen that my coach told me not to look at and watching myself get knocked out. You don't remember. Flush. What do you remember? Remember before getting hit? Um, being in the back room, my my good friend and my pad holder Jamie. Um, he was like he was worried about me because I kept falling asleep in the back room um, why, why were you falling asleep you reckon too much weight too oh really weight cut yeah so how how heavy were you before I think I might have been like 80 kilos for that fight fuck how much do you weigh right now um, 95 96 what yeah that's fucking wild bro yeah so and I know Ben he had to put weight on for like he just he didn't cut weight for the fight because he was yeah. just walking around that weight but I remember I was falling asleep a lot and um, just sort of dozing off and yawning a lot just yawning a lot mm. and you know your main event so you're at the end of the night yeah. so you're just waiting and waiting which is everyone's case you know what I mean but I just remember him keep like he just kept going get Jules a coffee get Jules a coffee get Jules a coffee and um but I was kind of like, oh, I'll be right once I get out there, you know? Like, yeah. You know? And um, he just, Ben caught me early, I guess. I couldn't wake up in time. So um, the thing that hurt me, well, uh, not hurt me, but upset me at the time was that I my brain reset and I, I take, I'm, I suffer from, um, from depression. So I take a, a, a medication um, to prevent stuff like anxiety and, you know, stuff like that um, for mental health. And he... Um, when my well, he he knew he knew, and um, he's such a good dude, man. Um, and he, as soon as I got to the back room, he seen me. I started getting anxiety and I'm freaking out. And I said, "Oh, Jamie, take me away from everyone. Can you take me away from mm. everyone?" And he's like, "Are you right?" And I said, oh, "I'm I'm about to freak out. I think, man." And he's like, "Okay." So he put me in there because it was all a shock to me. You know, everyone was trying to come up to me, and mm. you know, and um, I went to the back room. And he, he, he pulled out my medication and he just cracked it and he just goes, here. And I remember thinking like, what a legend. Like that was the first thing. I and I've put it on my tongue and it, it, it works quicker if you eat it, not to, you know, you swallow it with water. So I, 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 I ate it and then I started relaxing a bit. And right as I'm freaking out, the Ben Livingston, which is like Ben's manager at the time, comes mm. running into the back room and he's kind of like, Jules, can you... And the promoter said, can you can you come and help us like Ben and his girlfriend are trying to leave the building and all your fans are outside they want to kill him and I'm like what and they're like yeah and I'm like I just stop what I'm doing stop freaking out and I'm like I, I sort of was like what what is wrong with people like I was pissed man so him I, I walked out with them mm-hmm. and to the car park and I said to everyone that were wearing my shirts and um I was like dude what are you doing like this guy just this guy just this guy just beat me in a fight like this is this is what happens like mm. you know you guys are crazy like if you think that I'm I'm cool with this sort of thing man that's that's fucked up like don't 
you know, what are you fucking thinking? And they kind of stood back like, oh, sorry, Jackal, sorry, Jackal. I'm like, you know, and uh, the full, full-blown full fucking bogans, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, full-blown rednecks, man. Like, and I was just like, you know, like, let him, let him, let him go, you know? And I walked, I escorted them to their car. Yeah, right. You know? So when the video was, and, and, and like, I, he just took the belt from me and like, whatever, it was fair as fair, but like, I didn't really want to see him. You yeah, know what no, I mean? I don't, I don't really, right then. I yeah, mean, we're yeah. talking about like moments after the fight. Yeah, raw as. Yeah. And then, you know, the manager was sort of like, you know, cool and left. And I never even, I never heard from him after that. Yeah. Nothing. He, he was lapping it all up, you know? And then when the video came out, I was like, man, I really hope they weren't the ones that do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I think it, it, it was more like it was hard on my mum and yeah. my, and my, and my sisters, hmm. you know, and my, my brothers at the time because, and anyone that was friends with me and anyone that knew me because they were like baffled, like that's not even Jules though. Yeah. And they were defenseless because that's what Jules looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I look like. So it was like, well, how do you even, how do you say someone didn't do it when they're covered in blood? You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a crappy time, but you know, that's the only thing that upset me was just, I've never known, you know? So, and then I think it kind of like, you know, picked him up a bit. Like it kind of like he, he, he went sort of famous overnight. Yeah, over surely it. he yeah. got a lot of fame. Th- thing is, but the thing is, is like it was, I, I he got, the new FC signed him after that because yeah. they know who he is. They don't care if he can fight or not. He just so happened to be good at what he did. Yeah, he but, could still fight. But that's right. Yeah. But but they don't. But the thing is, is like it's a hype train. They're a business. Maybe. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah, fucking everyone can fight. There are a lot of good fighters out there. There are a lot of good fighters out there. They want characters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if you've got none of that, you need to be. There has to be something behind you to say, okay. This can sell some tickets. Yeah, and he got an Australian card. He was put on an Australian card. You were given an opportunity to win your first fight. That will then give you skin seal a yeah, contract. Yeah. Simple. You know what I mean? Um, if it wasn't the tattooed guy, you can't make that video. Yeah. Like you said, if it yeah. wasn't the tattooed guy, if I didn't do what I did, mm. even if the guy, same guy did what he did, it's a different video. Yeah. It, no one cares. No one gives a fuck, yeah. No one gives a fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? So it upset me that when I would, I seen him uh, like after he got signed at the UFC, I was at a jiu-jitsu tournament with like some friends, um, Jugsy from Full Metal. Oh, so, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, Jace was was grappling at the time um, and he was there with like his gym mates and stuff and I, I kind of walked past and I was just chill like smiling like happy as ever yeah. to see everybody and just cool and whatever and it felt awkward Yeah. and I was like oh there's the guy you know from the video that I fought that I'm actually should be closer to than just the fucking video right Yeah. and mm. he kind of like stared at me like kind of like and I, I just I was kind of like to break the ice I was like hey man like I said hey and he just like shrugged it yeah, like he just right. went and just looked away and I was just like what the fuck did I do to you, man? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. I made that bitch and famous. I'm, no, but the thing <laughs> is, is like, I'm the, I'm supposed to be the bully, dude. Yeah. Like, no, the no, fuck, dude? Yeah. You know? I'm supposed to be the, you know, hang on a second. 
Like, you kind of feel like you guys. And, have I, this and whole by all means, dude, I did not come on here to fucking point the. F- I hate. Yeah, it. No. I'm not a victim here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit. You know, but like. But it's a bummer because it's like no, you I was didn't just have like, anything against but, him. But I just, and you walked him to the yeah. car. Like, it makes and then, sense. And then he's, I seen him again and he was like that. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck you, bro. I was like, you're a fucking arrogant bully. You're a fucking cunt. You know what I mean? I didn't say that, but I was thinking mm. that in my head. I was like, fuck. I wanted, to, I wanted to belt him then. You know what I mean? I wanted to belt him at 80 kilos. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was just like, man, what the fuck? And I just, I walked off. And I remember I told, I went up and started whinging the jugsy about it. And he's just like, bro. Fuck, who cares, bruv. you know what I mean? Bruv. Yeah, bruv. Blood. <laughs> Jugsy. Yeah. And he, he was like, man, fucking don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. But anyway, that's the situation there. I That's the only thing that upset me. The yeah. only thing out of it all, you know? That makes sense. And it makes sense too about your, your parents and stuff too. Because like, I mean, it's the same thing. Like when I go and I'll do my jujitsu shit, like... I don't really give a fuck if I win or lose. Like for me, Pert, like I don't really care. Like I want to win, but I want to not lose so that the people that are there and care about you and support you, like if my arm fucking pops out in an armbar, I'm cool with that. But I know that my mum thinks it's fucking terrible and yeah. horrific. You know what I mean? You're doing so that like, to yourself. Kind it, of. Yeah. And that guy's doing it to you. Yeah. Exactly. They don't know. get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that to me like i don't want to i don't want to embarrass the gym i don't want to get i don't want to fucking get past i don't want to get taken like that's embarrassing to the gym like i want that for those people and i might add and i might add that even conor mcgregor's mum would feel the same way even 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 khabib's mother would hate to see him in a fight so i might add that too you know what i mean that like even the guys that are that your mum doesn't get used to watching that no, you know just because I mean? you're famous. Even if you had 50 fights. Yeah. You know? So. What What is with the face tattoos? Like, what what's with the, like that image? Like, because it's got to come from somewhere. And I don't, mean, does, I yeah. don't mean that in like a disrespectful way. No, like, no, why no, the fuck no, would no. you do that? No. It's like, there's obviously a story there. And it's a part of that narrative. So it's like, I'm interested to know. Yeah. Well, basically, um, so I get asked it a lot, like every mm. day nearly. So. Do um, you though? Yeah. Because it's kind of like a thing where, you know, you see tattoos and you kind of feel like you shouldn't ask about them, but mm. they're right there, you know? Here's the thing. When you're... I'm a barber. So when someone's sitting in your chair, they've kind of got a... I don't know. It's like they've got a rite of passage. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're like, okay, I'm paying you to do a job. I'm sitting in your chair. I'm trusting in you. Yeah. Are we kind of friends? Can I get personal here? Yeah. And they just go straight up. They just go love the artwork bro and you go thanks man and you're like fuck i know what you're saying you know (laughs) yeah 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 and then they go and then they go and then they go no they ask they just warm up warm up thanks bro and they go oh i've got mates like just like you they all say it. everyone says that i've just got mates just like you covered my girlfriend's covered in tattoos anyway his girlfriend rocks up with the trolley wait sits down and waits for him she's got like a tattoo on her shoulder yeah <laughs> absolutely covered yeah. and um <laughs> and then like they'll say but why the face yeah you know what i mean and i and i just i guess there's two things i can do here i can tell them the truth which is a, a, a story that gets real old um for me or i can just say i don't know I just ran out of room. I'm just a I bad just, cunt. Uh, yeah, well, I, no. <laughs> I wish I could say that. That's like your uncle that has like a, a scar and he tells you a shark bit him. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do it though? You're going to tell us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, I, the area I, I grew up in and the people that I hung out with 
were all musos. Mm. They were all into hardcore music. Um, uh, my friends were tattoo artists and yep. they were in bands. Um, simply kind of you are the company you keep or you're in, in yeah. product of your environment um look everyone was um brought up on hardcore music that i was friends with and they were also like straight edge they didn't smoke or drink or take drugs or anything like that and a big part of that culture is their way of being badass is to just be covered in tattoos and and be an artist themselves or mm. you know, whether it be music or whether it would be tattooing or whether it be painting or whether it be painting cars or whatever it any kind of custom culture, customizing, you know, things like customizing their their cars and customizing. And shit yes, like that, yes, yeah. it's just a very artistic sort of thing, and like it's it's a, it's like a lifestyle to them. It's a culture, really. And everyone that I hung around, the girls that I was interested in at the time, and like um, friends of mine, they were just all they just all looked like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like we all slowly looked like that together, I guess. And it was kind of like. Oh, you getting you know you start off with the sleeve and the other sleeve and then the chest and the stomach and you know it, the cool thing for a minute was like guys would start to have their faces like just under their eyes or down their sideburns um you know and that's how it starts yeah and it just and it just you know it keeps going um if you're that kind of person yeah um and i liked it i wanted to it wasn't like it was an accident. I was like, I want to be fucking bl- blasted. Yeah. That was it. You know what I mean? Like, I was good at what I did. Where does that come from, though? You reckon? <laughs> just image, bro. It's 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 just I don't know. People that you, I guess, like anything, people you admire, aspire to. to it's a, it's kind of like I want to say trend, fashion. I want to say, mm. you know, um, there's like there is a thing where uh, I lived in America for eight years. So I lived in LA and me and my business partner, we'd always say like, fuck yeah, he's wearing the uniform because you can go to Warp Tour and there's a uniform. You can go to the UFC, there's a uniform. You can go to a CrossFit yeah. gym, there's a uniform. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about clothing. It's fucking hair, Haircuts. it's shoes, it's fucking personality. It's all this sort of, there's language. so many like, multi, yeah, language, dialect, slangs. There's so much shit that goes into like people that have a, uh, or like their identity is sort of attached to a, a group. It makes it it makes sense, you know. And mm. but it's like, is that? Uh, I guess there's two ways that it can go. Is that like a genuine expression from within, or is that a way to fit in, or like get an identity from that group, you know? Because it can go both ways. Mm. Man, I think to be honest, man, it's 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 yeah, you're right, man. It's, it's both. You know what I mean? Um, I think we we try and fit in. You know what I mean? Um. By all means, I think anyone that knows me knows it isn't me. You know what I mean? I think I was, mm. when I did this, I haven't been tattooed in like eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I did this, I was young and I guess I was trying to fit in with like the, the people around me and that's who you, you want to be and you yeah. think you're going to be that forever. But don't matter whether I made those decisions then or I make those decisions now. When, when I'm 50, I'm going to be different to the guy sitting here too. Yeah. And we don't stop changing anyways. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? The only thing is, I can't hide that. Yeah. Really he, well put, man. He can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't I can't change that. You know what I mean? Like, nor do I want to. Yeah. There's laser treatment and all that stuff and people hit me up and go, would you do it? And I was like, not really, no. Yeah. You know, like, you know, because you, you can't erase your memories yeah. anyway. And yeah. that's where your health comes from. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. I don't give a fuck. 
You know what I mean? You might, he might, he might care what I look like more than me. That's his That's fucking problem. problem yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, at the same time, I'm like, man, my mental health is, is everything. So like, I can't, I can't change who my ex-girlfriend was, or I can't change who like was my old friend, or I can't change who my, my, my bestie was or where I mm. worked or these things are going to fucking be with you forever mm-hmm. for, for, for the better. Mm-hmm. I don't truly believe for the worst. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's gnarly too when you have to overcome something um, in terms of like a like an image thing. Like I think everybody, whether you've got like fucking tattoos on your face, fucking a tattoo on your art, like whatever. Whether you've got like teeth that you don't like, or you don't like your haircut, or your fucking eye. Like I just think that everyone has to go through a process of like being okay with themselves. I'm no fucking different. Like no one is though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone exactly goes I mean. through that. So it's like, I think that you, you definitely, I mean, you've probably been forced down a road of like accepting that shit for what it is at this point. Like you said, it was like eight years ago and there's definitely like, I feel like you can come out as a better person on top of that kind of experience of like being forced to go through that kind of shit. Dude, I think the main thing is when people do say to me, would you change it? And I'm like, would I like to have just normal appearance? Yeah, I would. Would I change what I actually, would I, would I actually go back and change it though? No, Mm. because the thing is, is everything that happened to me in my life since doing this has made me so much more aware of of uh, danger, of harm, mm. of threat, of it. It really brings the real or the true side of someone to the surface. Mm. This has protected me. This mask. You know what I mean? Because people that don't want to fuck with me, um, or hurt me, or fucking Judge be a part you. of me yeah. or my life, they haven't. And I am grateful. Yeah. You don't have that. You know what I mean? That's true. I'm very lucky. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't want to change it. You know what I mean? I've been protected by it for so long. And yeah, it can work against me. But I would not tra- trade how it's worked for me with how it worked against me in a million years. And that's and that's what I'm saying, man. Like when you have to go through something like that, like you meet a fucking beautiful chick that's got one arm there's a lot of shit that that chick's had to go through and to to like accept herself. But there's like beauty in that because you can't go through that same chick. Couldn't get that same awareness and that same awakening with two arms. It's a different deal. You know what I mean? She would be a a real, she'd be a real one. Mm. She would be what an amazing I would love, I want to meet that girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> have, like, you, have, you, have you ever heard of that. Bethany Hamilton? She's a famous surfer. She's literally a pro surfer, man. She got bit by a shark when she, the girl I'm talking about Someone anyway. in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got bit by a shark in Hawaii. She mm. fucking was a professional surfer with one arm. She got bit by a shark surfing. But, you know, that sort of what you're saying, it does make sense. And it's cool that you've got that perspective because it's like instant judgment, man. Like you get judged instantly based on that appearance and it's like fuck do you want someone in your life that would judge you because you've got face tattoos or that you look a certain way or that like do you want a person in your life that couldn't look past something like that to at least learn if you're a fuckwit you know Mm. what i mean it's like you probably don't want that person in your life and if you don't have that kind of like you said that instant fucking test for somebody 
then it's like it takes a lot longer to figure out who those real people are yeah 100 percent. even the people that want to be a, want you to be a part of their life too though you know yeah that like i was saying earlier you got to understand you got to you got to have an awareness of what their intentions are too mm. you know what i mean like some people do want a bad guy mm. you know what i mean so if we go back to like meeting girls or a female like that is true i could really fucking let them down mm. you know what i mean and um because you're, you're most, not a bad dude most of the time in earlier you know experiences i want i did let them down because when they worked out we were, i wasn't gonna fucking snort a bag of coke off her fucking tits mm. you know what i mean and we were gonna fucking get railed all the fucking night you know there was like oh but you look like you look like that guy mm. I'm like well, i'm fucking not you know what I mean? And chicks can be, and guys can be addicted to chaos too. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. it's like they just you attract, want. You, you can know. attract. You know, it's it's both ways. But you just look. Like I said earlier, man, you, it, it fucking makes you real switched on to yeah. a lot of things. You know what I mean? So it's been. Is there a problem though of like living in a place where, um, fuck? How would I, how would you explain it? Like living in a place where like everyone's guilty before proven innocent or or is it easy to keep it innocent until proven guilty mentality if i don't know if that makes sense no no i know what you i know what it's like you because it's there and it's in your face and you probably get let down more than the average person does is there a tolerance that you've built up to assume the worst instead of assume the best i guess that's kind of what Uh, i'm trying to say yes and no man like because that would be the danger in my mind yeah yeah Yes and no, man. Like sometimes I think. Hey, keep keep chasing this around. Just you can pull sorry, it to where yeah. no, you're good. You're good. Um, so yeah, honestly, like it, it, yes and no. Like sometimes I think um, it can it can be that way. Like it like can, close you off a little bit. It can, but you know sometimes it's kind of like. Once again, man, I think you've got to have uh, an awareness of of the of what's going on or you've got to feel the person who's yeah. or the situation in front of you I should say the situation that's in front of you I think you should be really like switch if you got if you if you're pretty switched on man you you know I know how to respond from there mm. you yeah. know what I mean like my hopes are either going to be up or I'm just going to or I'm going to actually it's never like my hopes are going to be I just don't I just don't fuck with that person you know what I mean like mm. I'm like I, I, like I'm not going to fuck with you right now like my time's not I don't want it, I don't want to to be you know, I don't want like to take investing this any in that, yeah, yeah, I don't want to invest in this kind of person or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but I, I got it. You doubt it. You got to definitely have that awareness, man. I think. Well, sometimes it works in your advantage too. Um, me just being somewhat tattooed, not like you, um, but then also being like a bigger guy as well. I think sometimes I can be judged yeah, as a negative. Yeah. But then we converse, we have a conversation. That oh, hang on, this guy's half normal. And then I think they actually placed me a little bit higher on their scale oh, because they're expecting yeah. me to I be know a what bit you're of a saying, bag, dude. You know? You're right. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. So you get See, more I, points I, by I, default. Yeah. Yes. He's right. Yeah. That that's fucking true. Yeah. Like so get this, right? So like Because I'm gonna put you at a three because you look like you look. Yes. But then so you're actually talk. a good guy. So, yeah, yeah. And then yes. he's actually an so, alright so guy. People go, well, that, yes. So yeah. people that meet you will expect you to be bad person no, or like yeah. a piece of shit or it's like in my case they, they expect me not to be intelligent you mm. know and then and then they speak to me okay so the best way that i can put this is this right i just thought of a better way to say this everything i do or ryan does let's say 
is amplified by one million. <laughs> so if I'm angry, ah, good. Point. I'm a fucking Shit. psycho. Yeah. yeah. If I'm happy, I'm crazy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Everything that we do is amplified by like a million. You yeah. know what I mean? So here's the thing, right? So when I'm a really nice guy or when I'm like well-mannered, holy fuck, that guy's so yeah, fucking nice. Really no, I'm not, it. dude. I'm no different to you. I'm no different to him. It's yeah. like, no, but I wasn't expecting you to be. Yeah. Therefore, you're fucking unbelievable. This Jules guy, man, he's so fucking such a... He's covered in tattoos. He looks wild, but he's such a fucking nice Nicest guy. guy you'll ever meet. Dude, I can be the worst dude you could ever meet too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's both goes both ways. We're all fuckheads in a way. Like, oh, we all, we've dude. all got... That's like my dad used to say, man, we're all dickheads. It's just the amount that varies. Yeah, that's right it's, we all have that true. shit in us but that's the thing is that like if I do something good it's like wow blown out yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like you know what I mean so and that's what you just reminded me of just now when he said that it's true mm. so like they're already expecting you to be less so maybe when, that's why we like we got along well judging like the way that we created our relationship because I you know we're in similar kind of categories I guess people would put us in similar kind of categories um you know, I didn't have that judgment of you. So all yeah. I saw when I, when I saw Jules and took on Jules, do you want to go down that path and start talking about that? Go for it, yeah. Well, let's um, do it. So, you know, I knew Jules before the video and all of that because yeah. uh, we were training together. And um, I used to watch a bit from afar when he'd do his videos and stuff and rock in the training in your stubbies and your, your um, singlets and stuff. And um, like, I used to love it. I thought it was hilarious. So I never saw that edgy kind of Jules. I just saw him as a guy that was funny. But then I saw a guy that got knocked the fuck out hard, you know, and then, and, you know, a, a guy dabbling in mixed martial arts myself, I was like, oh, shit. And then the video, and then the millions of people wishing the worst, yeah. you know, like that's that's got to be cyberbullying right there. He didn't do anything. He just had his persona, and he was a mixed martial artist, had a fight and lost. And so, so many people on his back just wishing he would fail. I am quite happy to admit that if that were me, I wouldn't be stepping in a cage again. Mm. You know, like I, I could admit that. But this guy does it again. Now, this time everyone's watching and hoping he fails again because this is the tattoo bully that just got knocked out. You know what happened? Mm. Got knocked out again. What? It was that, that was another like 20 second fight, right? Yeah. Sorry to bring it up, man. No, but no, no. It was first. Nah, it it wasn't now. 20 seconds. It was the end of the first round. Oh, was it? It was a yeah. little bit longer, but... There's still another quick knockout. So that's two in a row, man. Yeah. Again, like a, a, very, a well-established fighter and Jules just being a brawler. But to make my point, I didn't see any of the shit. All mm. I kept seeing was this guy An athlete that either, either just loved mixed martial arts, had incredible self-belief, didn't give a fuck what anyone else thought, or maybe all of them. You know, so I'm sort of, I kind of know him. Um, and then, yeah, he's lost twice in a row. And, you know, because we, we had similar kind of circles, I'm not entirely sure what brought him to me, but he literally came to me like hat in hand. And and with Jesse at the time, you know, both of them real, you know, um, very polite and just asking for help. Mm. And, um, and why wouldn't I take him on? You know, that's what I saw. I had people saying, oh, careful, careful, you know. Um, and I was. That's why I, I purposely kept a bit of distance. But this guy and Jesse would rock up, super polite, get work done. He used to ride his bike, you know, to, to my gym. Yeah, I had no car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that's why I took him on. 
Mm. So, you know, I never saw any of the tattoo bully sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just like... We'd, well, I'd, I'm I'd reminiscing work, on yeah. everything while he's talking. Yeah, because yeah. like, I just wow. put up that video today, you know. Yeah, and, um, so after, That was crazy. I haven't seen that in so long and I yeah. was like, wow. But yeah, it's you're right. Um, and that's when you and Jesse were good, you know? Yeah. I think she, she went through... Um, which is she was my partner at the time yeah. of like so what did she do like did she have any kind of like notoriety like individually or she was just like a regular chick that you were dating no. she was a good fighter she oh was, so she was a fighter yeah she's, yeah, she's yeah. Jesse yeah just trying to get context of Jesse's like yeah. Jesse at the time I truly believe at the time was Australia's most underrated and she was rated very highly. She was the best in Australia, yeah, but right. I still think was underrated. Yeah, right. Um, weight fighter at the time. Um, she's now in the UFC. At the time, she wasn't. What's her last name? Uh, Jessica Rose Clark. Um, Jessie Jess is she whatever. She goes under Jessie Jess. Jessie Jess is her in, on, on social media. Yeah. Um, and she, she was really fucking like tremendously overwhelmingly strong for a female yeah um sh- really short um r- short-limbed but just mm. tough yeah yeah. yeah like and i think it's we like that chels hackett chick now similar yeah similar she's a real good stability of the ground yeah. she's the ground to her advantage she she's jesse's got like she then she was like her ground game was her like strength yeah she was really sort of like lacking in her striking so did she did she did she grow up doing jiu-jitsu or yeah she grew up well i think she man to be honest i think she started she's from i'm gonna say cairns but it's wrong i think it's like innisfail yeah right she's from i grew up in cairns yeah yeah i know that's why that's why i was like yeah right so um she's from there she started off at like a boxing gym i think had a few boxing and kickboxing i think a little dabble in that and then she found jiu-jitsu yeah and like i'm gonna i know like i'm gonna add this though i'm gonna say this because i'm just gonna be honest i'm gonna put it all on the table right i'm fucking yeah. honest right fucking intelligent like girl like super smart yeah didn't have to fight didn't have to fight loved it yeah she was excellent in your corner yeah she was excellent yeah. in your corner so like I wouldn't have come back to those fights if it wasn't for her fuck no yep she, she was, so forced the day, me yeah, she, the day she, you guys she rocked was, up she was there she, she was almost managing you she, I guess you'd say. she knew I think she was the one that knew in, deep inside that you had to do it she was just like you deserve to fucking you're better than the people you're better than the person they're making you out to be yeah she's like don't matter what they say you've got to step back up you've got to come back and it happened again against Shane Young who's like fucking <laughs> dude such a fucking good fighter yeah. um, in the UFC now too um, and undefeated I want to say yeah right um, if he has had a loss it's probably only one yeah and I know a couple of his wins are knockouts as well and he knocks people out he doesn't just fucking finish like you know go to scorecard yeah he's a yeah. fucking he hits his hands are ridiculous um, and he trains out there with Israel Adesanya and mm, I know who you're talking about Shane yep. Young he's yep, with yep, those yep, boys yep, yep, yep. Um, 
and he's a fucking gentleman bro like he's a good dude you know he was a lot different like even after the fight man like he was like he felt for me you know what i mean like he was just like bro like i really was hoping this would go longer than that kind of thing like i know you just it would have been hard to come back from what just happened yeah and like he thanked me for taking the fight because he knew he knew i was a little guy like I, I went up a weight class to fight him oh so you fought lightweight for that one i fought um well featherweight yeah yeah and um so he which was cool for me because it was less of a weight cut but he was just too big yeah he was just too big for me um because he's he'd be cutting weight as well dude he, you know he was massive bro I remember seeing him, like, I remember touching gloves with him at the start of the fight and just being like, holy fuck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was fucking big. I didn't, he would never have known I thought that, yeah. but I remember thinking that. You get that shit in jiu-jitsu too, man, when you're like, I even think my, I reckon my coaches thought, I reckon my, I reckon my coaches thought that. You don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that often. I get that in jiu-jitsu, like, it's with, with uh, one of my coaches, Kyo, he's like, oh, I'd be like, 5'10 5'11 but he's just fucking jacked mm. and like I roll with him and I'm like mm, mm, mm. I'm like cunt what yeah, the fuck man yeah. like you're like steel bro like there's just I'm trying to budge and it's like people heavier than him budge and then he just doesn't budge like some people have that shit yeah, yeah when you've got a combination of weight and intelligence to use it yeah no, there's yeah. just like there's just like a strength that some people seem to have yeah like their fucking ligaments don't budge their fucking muscle it's just like everything just doesn't budge yeah I know yeah that that's that's he, he was more like I didn't clinch with him at all because that was like what I was trying not to do mm. um, but it was just his hands his hand power was like I've never been like no one's hit me that hard mm. no one you know what I mean like and um, yeah he's, he, he was he's a I rate him highly how long after him. how long after that fight did you come see me <sighs> directly directly because did you have the you had the Mahoney fight when I you had, came to see me I had our first you had a fight on I had yeah it was matched and yeah. then I came I found you um, but um, Jessie came like supported you through that whole camp with me yeah 100% yeah. she was yeah like like I was saying before like she's she wasn't she doesn't she didn't even have to fight she's yeah. super smart super educated Don't can't tell you where she got her education she knew a fair bit about strength and conditioning too mate anything she, yeah, she she's like yeah. all, like I used to call her fucking like some sort of autistic kid, like reading yeah, and fucking yeah. everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but um, I think was she one of the reasons why you were so like when I had you at that time? You know your self belief was she one in, in your ear helping you with that? Or is, I think were you already like that? Because I was already like that. I felt like when you came to me, it was another level. You just thought it was another was level. Gonna yeah. Lift your weights for you. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah, like which is funny because I like, literally that that conversation's funny. Yeah, but I literally thought that, but um. So, I think I was always had a lot of belief in myself, but it deteriorates, man, when you fail. Mm -hmm. And then you fail, and then when like the whole world's kind of like bringing you down too, you feel so small. Mm. And like, I think I was on the verge of like she was on the verge of being like, dude, if you don't fucking man up, I'm gonna leave because mm. she just hated me being a being a pussy. So, what was the feeling like when that video came out there? Because oh, I guess bro. this is where it starts. Like, what? What was the first time you saw that video? Do you remember thinking that it would be as big as it was or was it already big when you saw it? Like, how did that go down? Because I think that probably sets up everything else, really, you know? Um, here's the thing, man. I was at work and my phone was just blowing up. And I was really? Just, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this going on? 
And I'm thinking it's Jesse like messaging me, messaging me, messaging me, messaging me, messaging me, like annoying me about something. Because bitch would be crazy. Yes. And then, I, <laughs> and then I, I ripped my phone out of my pocket and I looked at it and it was just people fucking sending me stuff on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And I right. looked at it and I was like, what's this? And I clicked on it and it was that video. And I was like, and I'd heard this word viral before in the past, but once again, I was like, meh, fuck, whatever. Yeah. Another video, who cares? I make my own videos. I don't care. Mm. Hope they enjoy it kind of thing. And then I kept working and it wouldn't stop. And then I was like, man. And then I messaged, I called Jessie. I was like, hey. And she's like, I'm like, did you see this thing? Like this video? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, why haven't you sent it to me? And she's like, I figured everyone else is sending it to you. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what do you make of all this? And she's like, it's going to be tough. And I'm like, how come you haven't called me? Like, she's like, mm. I don't know what to say. Like, she's like, just ignore it. Like, she's like, fuck everyone. Like, she's like, it'll, it'll be blow over overnight. Bro. It just kept going and it just kept going and it just kept going and it just kept going. And at the start I was kind of like, fuck it. I don't care. Whatever. That's not me. I'm not, a, you know what I mean? And then, the comments you, you can't help but read them and then mm. you're just like fuck and then you know you kind of and she just kept saying who cares who cares but i will be and i know this is the fucking truth dude it fucking furiated her more than it furiated me mm. it hurt her more than it hurted me i know that and why do you think that was because she loved me mm. and she knew me and did she feel like she was attached to it too? Yep. Hmm. The thing is, is like, it could easily like ruin or shadow her career. Mm. A lot of things scared me at the time, but I was never scared for myself. I was scared for the opportunities, my, my life, like things like that. Mm. And then like, but yeah, I can't really remember what went through my head was it did like did it make news and shit or was it just like a yeah. viral facebook thing it was it was was it bigger in the states it was fucking huge man it was yeah. like it was news but it was mma news yeah it was blooper news it was like i mean who the fuck gives a fuck about channel 9 channel 10 yeah the internet there's like how many stations and it's on every fucking station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every Everyone's sharing it, you know, because yeah. it was perfect. It was, it was fucking yeah, the hilarious. Script, the script was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, fucking, whoa, like that guy got what he deserved. Like, fuck yeah. yes. There is hope for us. Yeah. On all humanity. <laughs> you know what I mean? The bully. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like. Meanwhile, they don't realize they're bullying you at the same time. They don't. No, yeah. they, they don't. And at the time, I didn't see it like that either. Yeah, good. But I was just like. Yeah, they don't. You don't, and you don't. Yeah. Once again, man, I learned from that, dude. When you, when you, when you're that guy, like, fuck, man, it's like you never ever like rip on someone again. Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, in sport. Yeah. Or like in anything that you see, and you go, yeah. Now you think now now you can't help but think, well, what's the real story to that? Yeah. Or like, what really happened? Or yeah. like, how did that affect that guy really? Yeah. Did he? you know you know what I mean like yeah. someone like crashes their fucking car or drives it off a cliff you're like no one asked did he die yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah so it's like it's crazy or like but yeah man that happened and then well knowing 
how much that affected you the video yeah what it feel like having your first win after it oh man it was like it was emotional yeah because it went knockout knockout i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for an underdog story myself yeah you know so when you're a part of it when you are the dog the underdog um it's fucking like and it was like such it was in reach always mm. but I couldn't I just fell short yeah and you to overcome unfortunately to overcome something so big you have to accept something so much bigger to make it better yeah so yeah. so you get knocked out by by you bully someone and you get knocked out by them without being able to tell your story how can you make that how can you tell your story without like verbally telling your story mm. how can you tell your story in action in the line of work that you you do yeah so you take another fight that's just as big right and do everything you can to win that fight but to display, not even myself, but what the people, the spectators want to see, it's that that respect that they want to see, or that martial artist that they want to see, which isn't it wasn't even me. Yeah. But it was like it was like chasing something for the wrong reason. Yeah. And you take that big fight and you do everything in your power. But because your mind's set on the wrong things the whole time, and that's why you fall short again. Yeah. So what were? So was your only concern? Yeah. Fixing the public image. Yeah. Hundred percent. And it shouldn't have been fixing the public. No, image. man. It took away what I love to do. Which was you know what I mean. It, it it took well, yeah, just to f- do just to better myself. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, as a as an athlete. Was that the core of you wanting to fight? Or at it the was, start, it, was there a mix of things? It was, it wasn't because a, let's be fucking real. Being an MMA fighter is a badass fucking job title. Yeah. And if like every time I go to a tournament, I'm like watching some do- amateur dudes fight. I'm like, I bet I could fucking choke these dudes. Yeah. You know, and I my ego fucking wants that for yeah. sure, dude. Yeah. That'd be sick as fuck to walk in that cage mm. and do that shit and have that attached to me. And it's like, I can fucking see. It. I'm never gonna hate on anyone that will be like honest enough to say like I wanted to fight for X, mm. Y reason because so this is the fucking coolest thing that you could do but really what, you know almost 10 years ago was it? was it cool 10 you know 10 years ago? yeah but I mean like you're kind of halfway got that image as it is yeah. you know you'd I, be the MMA I fighter think, and it fucking puts I, it I think look I've never been like even ask anyone in school like that would be watching this and there was never a tough guy you know what I mean? I was never, I was never like a, you know, that I was a soccer player, mm. good athlete. That was, but, you know, I was more concerned about my hair mm-hmm. than, and, and, and girls, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess I was what you call, would call a pretty boy soccer player that, you know, was trying to, you know, that was worried about that sort of thing. But I think when I started when I started fighting I think when I stopped playing soccer I was l- just looking for something to do mm. you know what I mean and um, you, like you said 
you, you I, I was watching the UFC a lot and I was watching like you know these fight cards um, back then it wasn't televised you had to buy the the series DVDs mm. UFC mm-hmm. series like I'm talking like Chuck Liddell mm-hmm. um, Tito Ortiz Ken Shamrock days yes yeah, so you have yeah. to buy it in DVDs and I used to buy those and me and my brothers used to watch them and we're like man this is crazy you know it's like real life WWE right mm. so like you know that's that sort of intrigued me and then when he started kickboxing I, I i he had his first fight and i missed it and he had a second fight and i missed that too and everyone was talking about my my brother like he was some sort of local hero mm. you know all of the people we grew up with like were like oh john, john you know he won his fight and you know he knocked this guy out in like a few seconds like with a big overhand right and i was kind of like I went to watch this fight. So I went to watch this fight and he came out and he was really, really very showman, mm. Rocky Balboa type. The the robe and the, he had a top hat, like not a top hat, but like a fedora on, mm. like Rocky would. And he came out and he'd always have, like he'd have a, the smoke machines and like all of his friends and all, all the, and I, I was just young, like sitting there, like maybe like- How like old would you be? 18. Yeah, okay. And I was just sitting there watching. And he's your older brother. Yeah, and yeah. I was just sitting there watching and I was just like looking. And I couldn't stop looking around at like everyone that was like in there and cheering and the ring girls and the, and the, you know, and I was like, whoa, man, like this is fucking cool. But what was cool was just when he won the fight and it was like a, it was like watching the Mighty Ducks again. Yeah. Yes, you know, like, yeah. and he's on the he's on the ropes, and he's like this, and my mum's like in the front row, like, yeah. clapping, and it's like, man, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, cool. I want I want to be like that, you know. Yeah. So I begged him and begged him and begged him, and he had an ego about him to sort of like he was like, oh, you know, you want to be a Jules? Yeah, it's not for you, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I was like, I was a little brother that was like, man, I'll show you. Yeah. So I, I went to the gym, and yeah, I started there and just kickboxing and just were you guys it. always competitive as brothers yeah because dude my brother and me were like 18 months apart and everything we do for dude. like our whole life has always been yeah this gnarly that's a fucking real phenomenon that yeah. is like very hard to avoid yeah so i was like you know so i wanted to do that and that's all it was man it was about being the guy that was like on the ropes that everyone was sort of chanting for and it was like it was an over it was an overwhelming like you've overcome like an obstacle like you've trained for something like mm. let's be real if, if that doesn't entice you you know you, well you just obviously you just don't have it in you yeah, that's not your thing that's, like, yeah. that's not your thing but yeah. that, that, that enticed me man yeah. like, well, and was, circle back to what it was to win your first fight then after the ordeal yeah it was um, so like was your brother there then yeah man yeah yeah, yeah whole dude. family was he there, became hey? my biggest fan yeah he stopped fighting you know I left him in my dust <laughs> cheers bro <laughs> but um he um yeah man it was like such a big thing for my whole family and like I got a massive family like yeah, I'm, the, okay. I'm the youngest of like of um seven brothers and two sisters yeah right yeah and I'm 30 
two this year. Oh, so we're the same age. Yeah, 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, when you were like Mighty Ducks, I was like, okay, we're yeah. fucking probably the same age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that was my yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I bought yeah. fucking rollerblades oh, and a clothes basket. Yeah, Malibu or Franklin. Every sporting oh, trip you went on. They were like fluoro yellow. Oh, they were fucking cool runnings. I wanted the fucking blades they had. They were Franklin ones. Like me and my brothers wanted that. Like ice skating ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. we had rollerblades, bro. There was no ice in cans. Yeah, we I know. Had, no, no, there was no ice here too. I wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I wanted yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. that shit. That shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we had to buy like these fucking ghetto ass rollerblades because like they had like an ice skating rink in cans mm. for like a fucking minute. And then we, we'd go Didn't there. Last. Nah, nah. It, it melted. Was, yeah, it was just too fucking hard. I think to keep the shit running. <laughs> yeah, because it's so hot there. Oh, it's fucked up. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Was, no, that, a, was that your biggest walkout at uh, the Mahoney XFC? Nah, the bagpipes. That was good. It was big. It was good. It was good. It was big, but oh, I still think Ben Newman was bigger. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I think. Yeah, I, I definitely think I was holding the belt. Yeah, right. You know Everything was mean? on. Yeah. My last fight was a knock, like a big knockout. Um, and I hadn't lost. Mm. so it was like mm. of course it was a big turnout but it was definitely up there it was close um, but that 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 night was like just emotional because you know like I said before you fall short you get back on and you mm. fall short one more time and then man you get so worn out and so tired that you just let everything go and mm. go back to the drawing board and start again and you're just like you know what I'm already a dead man I've already I'm, I've got both feet in my grave right now no one believes in me so i got nothing to lose so it's like you know who gives a fuck I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fucking grind mm. and then I think something came back I was you know? gonna say you had me fooled cause we were talking about it before with your confidence well no that was dude That this was my initial decision to fight again right where I was feeling like that. Mm. By the time I came to you, no, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was on. But mm. I, I just, it would I'll tell that story of when, <laughs> when we we're, were almost going to tell it before. I was we're, we're working in the gym. It was the first day. It must I have turned, been. No, it was. It was the first day the, I turned up. You do I have a real good memory. Yeah. Um, I'd given him like all these instructions because I wanted to turn Jules from a like just a grinder you know your general battle rope sleds circuit style I wanted to turn him into a strength and conditioning powerhouse so to to start that journey we need a really good foundation of a squat so I've given him like this half hour lesson on all the fundamentals needed for a really good squat went through all these drills and everything and I said to Jules so then I finally put him under some weight Jules what do you need to make this a great squat he get Brian gave me maybe twenty correct uh, technical te- cues. technically technical answers. It was more of an educational to 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 hit him with session. to hit him with when he asked the question, and my answer was belief. <laughs> That's fucking pretty gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I took us. I was like, "Fuck, it's hard to be angry at that." So yeah, yeah good job, mate. But you know that half an well, hour of work we just yeah. did. Yeah. Let's, let's work what, on that. What what yeah, he was. I think he was more so um, determined for me to tell him uh, what my body was to undergo, yeah. what movement I would have to, you know, 
start and and perform and then finish with yeah. mm. you know and i think but it was something just so pure about it yeah it was, it was a, it was a funny moment it yeah, was a funny you moment you kind of over and self-belief yeah but i think that was the moment we both realized that like what was truly important to me mm. just just i think because i was so dominant about believing that i mm. can keep going mm. i think it was did that like when you were saying before about you know you're just like fuck i got nothing left and you kind of get like reignited in a way do you just think that's basically being fucking humbled just like over and over because like you said you know like the reasons for doing something if they're not fucking pure if you don't have like these pure intentions from really deep within yourself that comes from like an understanding of yourself i think it's very hard to achieve things and i think that you don't really know what those things are until you're like tested and tested and slowly these things get stripped away from you and i mean i've found that in this process of doing this podcast like it's been realistically like what this podcast has been for me is like two years of being like faced with all of my own insecurities all of my own shortcomings all of the things that i needed to get through and it's like those i said it before in here like those insecurities and those things that your ego is attached to they live in the fucking shadows they live in like the deepest darkest parts of your mind and it's not until something external tests those things and it's like is it's like they shake it and it's like is this a foundation of you like Mm. is this a belief at your core is this the reason for you doing it and it's like it gets found out quick if that's not the case and it sounds like you got to the point where like all that shit that tree had been fucking shaken and it's like at the end of it it was like just you was left there and then it's like then you can kind of fight from that because it's like you know that the want to get back in that cage or the want to to do these things is just purely you're like i need to prove it to myself that i can and like that there that is like a pure reason to fight there's no standing in the rings and or wanting to like prove something wrong to my brother or i want to get back at the facebook comments it's like you know at some point you would have wanted all of that shit i'm sure but then slowly but surely with each fucking devastating loss those things get stripped away like you're forced to work through those things yeah one that is everything you said there is is exactly i think the process that i went through you know it was kind of like in the end there was really nothing left but me Mm. you know and and then it was just it was just about me doing it for me we had a bit of a conversation about a similar sort of topic with um fighters that which you were used to used to do a lot of is i'm going to knock him out i'm going to knock him out in the first round Mm. i'm going to win the fight i'm going to knock him out in the first round predictions like that and almost arrogant predictions um we had a conversation because i want i wanted to which work early in your career (laughs) yeah yeah. you fucking you 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 do well sometimes there is a day you get your day and you start to realize holy shit now 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 this shit is actually i'm i'm really i'm really in it now and this is a professional fucking sport now and there's these guys are athletes these guys are fucking athletes and everybody that starts their career has that and and i don't i don't sit there in judgment i I just know they're a pup Mm. you know what i mean they're a baby and Mm. they haven't been tested yet no they fucking haven't been tested yet but there is a time for it you can't Mm. you can't just be 
dethrone that fucking mm. lion straight away. Mm-hmm. But when you do, it will, like you said, it will fucking either make you or it'll break you. And in mm-hmm. most cases, if it's if it's really in you and this is what you love, it'll fucking make you. You mm-hmm. will be thankful. Well, that's why we, we sort of had that conversation because I never resonated with that style of attitude. Yeah, well, you're, a, you're a legitimate athlete in terms of like the way that... Like you can't, you're a fucking Olympian. Like there's a different and that's the mentality thing. that you yeah. Know. A lot of people do have that mentality though, and, and you know some people even encourage it. Always think positive. Always think positive. I guess I always thought positive, and the message I was trying to communicate with Julian was, I don't like just saying I'm going to win. Mm. I like saying I, I have play. worked so fucking hard that all I have to do is try my hardest. You remember, and that will produce a win. Mm. I think that's more powerful and I can believe that rather than just saying I'm going to win dude if I ever fucking put gloves back on again dude I was just he was like he is the f- like I, I don't know for me he is like me- my he is so medicating dude mm. you know what I mean like everything he says the way he words things it's like he's never fought a a professional fight before and people but he gets it but he he's fighting bigger fucking things mm. you know what I mean we all fight bigger things mm. you know what I mean you were telling me earlier on before we turned on the the the, the podcast was that you were telling me about a really big fight that's a fucking huge fight mm. you were fighting you know what I mean you were fucking fighting huge things everyone right now is at home fighting you know what I mean? Like, the cage means fucking nothing. Mm. You are an entertainer. This is like, you you go out there and it's not life. It's not the world. It's not... He, Ryan, I knew his fight. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I Yeah, I knew he was Olympic fucking swimmer. You know what I mean? I knew that. Yeah, there's a pedigree there, but... There's... And to get to that level, those hours, mm. you know those fucking grueling hours you know that 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 pain every single day that i may not be good enough or i may not you know i might fall short here or i'm gonna let people down or should i keep doing this is this for me even you know all that shit is what makes someone like so fucking good at what they do or Mm. so unique or so real and can share their life experiences and relate to you and what you're going through you need to be able to understand someone the human mind the human heart Mm. fuck the weights fuck the fight fuck the bags and the pads Mm. unless you can really understand this 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 athlete or this this friend or this or your girlfriend, or you're useless. You're fucking useless. And it's as simple as that. He, there was just, and he had rules, man. He had rules, Mm. you know? And I remember when I went to him, it was just like, straight up, man. And we weren't friends then, so remember, I was pretty fucking scared of Ryan. (laughs) So he was like, he just sat me down, and he's just like, and he would always talk over me and it fucking pissed me off because no one really that I know talks over me but he was more powerful than me so he was my coach so the respect was there I just had to he would talk over me 
freely all the time. And he, I would be going to say something and he would just go, Jules. And I'd say, yeah. And he'd go, we don't talk that about that here. Mm. Or Jules, the rules. We don't talk about that here. I don't care what happened before. I don't care. Mm. Today, today. Don't worry about yesterday. Today. And, it, it, and I'd just be like, it was hard for me to just not bring up something else outside of what we were doing. That mm. shit doesn't exist. He'd close them doors every time. So re- with that repetitive behavior, like f- forcing on me, it taught me to, and I didn't know what was going on at the time. I just thought he was just like fucking like no time for shit. You know, this guy's, yeah, this guy's yeah. on a tight schedule, but really. He was just trying to help you. In the end, he wouldn't, he wouldn't shut up. Mm. And I, I realized what he did. He taught me through the whole fucking, I don't know what it was, six months, seven months of training that how to switch off. No phone in my gym. No fucking this in my gym. No mm. that, you know? And it was like he taught me how to let go of the world. Have you ever meditated? You ever done any meditation? I have, man. I have. Yeah, I have. I don't know. I mean, what is meditation? You know what I mean? Like how uh, how many forms of meditating do are there and how many? There's yeah, a lot. Yes, there yeah. is. So that's what I'm saying. And but I have my ways of doing it and there was a lot of ways of doing it and it did I think meditation was my first initial um, introduction to self-belief that's when I was when I became spiritual um, that that was what really turned me into a better athlete Mm. and it was with the stuff that we would how we would train with, with Ryan and it was I think every time we would set something up, he would force me to meditate in a mm. way. He would say, Jules, your opponent is in front of you. He's up against the cage. You're tired. He's tired. We've got to get him to the mat and we've got to keep him there. And you've got four minutes of survival or whatever. Give me everything you've got. This is, and he would force me to close my eyes and he would just drum me before mm. every single situation we would go through in the gym. Sandbags, whatever it may be. It was like four or five years ago now. That's and, mental. And he, he would, mm. that stuff sticks with you though. Yeah, yeah, and, and, he, and, and And you just sort of close your eyes for a minute and he'd say, you know, this is meditation to me. He would say, Hear the crowd. Can you hear them? You know, hear me through the cage. You know, feel it. Feel the sweat dripping from your forehead. You know, taste the blood. Bite down that rubber mouth guard. Tonight will suck. But let's give it everything you've got. Mm. You've got four minutes left of the round. And you're winning. It's a close fight though, you know? And you were just fucking... Man, you had 10 minutes left in you after that. Yeah. You know? And that is why you you can watch that fight anytime. And like... It's, it's, an, it's, it's, it's there. Mm, you can see it's it. it's everlasting yeah, fucking it's, it's energy it's man it's yeah. fucking energy after that i went to america for the next fight camp for some fucking reason and um i wasn't with ryan and it was just kind of 
yeah, it was a stupid mistake. You go overseas to try and find, train better people and you're only there for a certain amount of time and you realise you, 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 you don't take consider adapting time. You don't consider mm. not knowing anyone. You don't consider not it's having not a coach. It's not just productive instantly. No, yeah. no. So it's, fuck, it's just like, man, you know, and you're on your own, dog eat dog world. And like, you think the best thing to do is go to the fucking craziest gym in the world. Mm. Nah, it's not. It's fucking crazy, like, to just jump headfirst into martial arts that... Uh, not martial arts MMA the way that you did without like a, oh, a martial right. arts background worst like. worst fucking so how you won that first fight worst decision oh it was a it was a choke I tapped you guillotined him yeah <laughs> you fucking white belt one strike or yeah. what I had no belt all he was looking for was a right hand yeah <laughs> but he just kept tackling me I was man. gonna say did he just shoot on you he just kept shooting on me and shooting on me and shooting pretty on me pretty fucking easy to guillotine someone man yeah, you know you know, what, I mean? you know like, what it wasn't easy I nearly, I nearly tapped out just squeezing oh, yeah, it yeah. you know but I mean in terms of like it's a pretty instinctual thing yeah yeah it's natural it's, it's pretty like natural. a fucking omoplata mm. that's not but like you're not, you're not seeing that, that in a, you know what I mean in like a street fight but keep in mind I don't want to take anything away from the fact that I learnt it from the, mm. one of the greatest black belts ever fucking live in Australia mm. which mm. is Daniel mm. yeah and I mean yeah he, not, not taking away the technique no no but he's he was he was but that was all we had yeah you know? Yeah, double leg defense. Grab a fucking, grab their neck. He had my feet, you know, he had my legs. And I you just take instruction fucking. extremely well. So that was all I had. That's a credit. Yeah. Gives uh, him a guillotine, he uses it. I gave him some strength, he used it. Yeah. It's Finish extreme. that, Um, like what it was like, leg kicking. Oh, bro, it was like. This is the, sorry, we still haven't finished the story of, I guess that's why I'm here to help facilitate yeah, this yeah, chat. Yeah. Um, I know I'm not saying a lot, but it's good to keep Jules on track. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's had his two losses, two first round knockouts. We had a really good training can, camp. Can, hang on, can I stop this? Yeah. Can I, can I take a piss? Yes. <laughs> and Ryan tells yeah. his story? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're good. But can you keep the podcast going? Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't stop. It's a, yeah, because yeah, um, that fucking Red Bull. <laughs> that Red Bull's going straight. I'm going to talk about um, just our camp. Um, where the fuck were we? Ryan, we're I think. Yeah, I interrupted Ryan. Well, the bladder is clear. No, we're good. Um, I was just trying to steer the conversation towards wrapping up. Um, you know, our time together. Uh, and then, you know, what it was, I'm finally trying to get to what it was like winning uh, your first fight after the two pretty bad KOs. Yeah, so basically... So you choked this dude? Sorry? Guillotine this dude? No, that no, was his that first was that, fight. That was what oh, we were talking about. Yeah. yeah, you brought up, it was crazy that to, to just jump oh, into yeah. the deep end. And that was, and then Ryan said, how did that end, that yeah. first one? But that was the first one. But this one, yeah, it, it stopped with leg kicks, but... Um, Oh, you stopped a fight with leg kicks. Yeah, yeah this one. Can't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He takes instruction well. He applied what Lima told him. This fight, he applied what I taught him. Dude, leg kicks fucking suck so bad. Watch these. Oh, I love... I mean, I... I, I could see in the, the fight that I... I just watched the one before while I was eating lunch against the black belt dude um, that you fought. Oh, Gustavo. Yeah, and you fucking pump that cunt's leg so I was like that's like a legitimate like a legitimate leg kick that's yeah, a real those the, honestly man like you had your confidence yeah but those my I, I truly like my kicks are um, my strength for sure um, yeah. yeah that no was one, real no man. one no one knew 
we, 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 we kept him a secret for a long time. Everyone was like, oh, watch his hand. Watch his right hand. It's like, man, I'm no boxer. You know what I mean? Like, Play soccer, motherfucker. Yeah. And the FIFA funny, the, oh, the best thing was... And Jamie holding pads? Jamie was holding pads. He wasn't... For, Early in your career. That's what I mean. Set yeah, he, he definitely... He set that up. Yeah. Um, Blair um, uh, was an older tie coach. He... He definitely made the those savage kicks, man. Yeah, um, right. We drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled. I could fight tomorrow, and you'd still have that leg kick, man, bro. 100%. Fucking yeah. hell, man! I I miss throwing them. You yeah. know what I mean? I miss it. And I think the key was being able to set them up properly. Yeah, you know what I mean. What um, was your setup? I don't, you know think I'm, I don't think I'm yeah. ever going to fight again, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah man, it, the setup. Was, but you just had a setup, so yeah. No, no, the setup. That look, I'll, I'm happy to, because I don't, I won't ever fight. But um, this, it was more of a. I think you've got to, you've got to sell, you've got to sell your movement mm. a lot when you're trying to do anything, and I think uh, when um, I would uh, like um, close the distance down with the guy I'm fighting. Um, there's ways, you know, a lot of people lead in with punches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think Blair taught me, um, and there was uh, was a moment where it clicked for me, and it's like, you don't got to throw anything to close a distance down, but you can sell that you're going to, yeah. to close a distance down, you know? So there was maybe a hand we'll throw out there, or it'll, it'll, it'll sort of um, hover in someone's face, or a glove will hover in someone's face, and you'll, your head movement will be, and there's a difference where you're just chilling and you're coasting like this. And that was the one thing that I saw with the um, that Ben fight, is like when you come out in that one, there wasn't a lot of movement straight nah, away. bro, like, it was a young, that was, yeah. dude, that was real raw. That yeah. was just me. You know what I mean? That was no, that was no education at all. Yeah, it wasn't until after those sort of situations, which is what I said before, you get thrown a line in your career, and yeah, and you start to go, "Fuck, I got to start learning now." Yeah, you know what I mean? Not just doing what works. For yeah. Me. So, you know, Blair fixed all that up, and that was rare. Unfortunately, it was like late my career was my last two fights was where I actually started yeah. to. You know, which yeah. is fucking devastating for me. Do you like? Um, sorry, Ron, we're still not there yet. We'll no, get, let's we'll go. Get, we'll get there. Right. <laughs> um, did you? Do you like? Did you enjoy just martial arts in general? Like, have you thought about going and doing jujitsu? Or I, I, I have. Because, like, especially like I when just, you talk about the mental health side of things, dude. Like, I do jujitsu for my fucking mental health. Yeah, you know, I go like, to the gym now, so I train. Yeah, you train pretty hard with yeah, that, right? Yeah, but. Um, Look, man, I'm a striker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've tried the jiu-jitsu thing. Um, I do enjoy it. I do. But it's not something for me that I could enjoy every day. Yeah, okay. Striking for me. Loved it. It's beautiful, bro. Yeah. It's beautiful. Just hearing the hands just slap. Yeah. Hear, you know what I mean? It's just... It's, it's a different thing. nice, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know? And when you've got that movement, that flow, that fucking real... that 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 rhythm that swag you know yeah when, when you're comfortable it's it's fucking fun man the thing that i think with jiu-jitsu though that i enjoy because i've done striking stuff as well and to me one of the things that where i just look at jiu-jitsu is like this just helps my life is that i have an outlet for the 
not an angry person. I'm not an aggressive person. But like I'm, I'm a fighter. Like I enjoy to fight. When I'm in a fight, I feel great. I feel calm. I feel relaxed. I feel comfortable. Feels quite safe, even though it's technically not. That's not the environment where that is. And it's like when you go to boxing, it's like it's not the same. You're not in that fight in the same way. I guess kind of sparring is, but then you're taking damage. Yeah, even but so. But to you can't me, be. yeah, you're not. It's not full clip. That's why that's, I, the, the balance between striking and jujitsu yeah. pros and cons. I prefer striking too, but I prefer to be active in jujitsu mm. because I can do it more at a more realistic level. Yeah, you know, as, a, especially as a big guy striking when you're throwing punches, you're one. Uh, you know a skill that's above anyone else's is your power and strength you're a dickhead if you use power and strength but you would have speed and agility over me you would use that to your advantage so you pop 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 and I'm like oh choice you know but I'd be a wanker if I did it but put us on the mats and we can both go kill mode 100% someone taps start again yeah, I never you thought get, of so it like that that's, that's I the, actually prefer striking I want you to fucking come train I like being active at jujitsu. yeah I want sure. you to come train cause yeah, I just sure. like fuck dude like I got a friend that's the same as you like okay. you're the same fucking dude yeah and right. I don't know have you ever you ever heard of Josh Kasher motocross dude no I fucking love this guy like he's just got the heart of gold and he's had a fucking I mean I don't know much about your life I assume you've had a hard life like I'm assuming you've had some hard shit to deal with and it's like he's the same and like that motherfucker just has the heart of gold and there's he's got the same thing when you first see him people have that first judgment call that guy but it's like man there's a there'd be benefit for you in like really spending some time on the mats and like just get that outlet dude of like you can go full clip and you'll you'll get fucking you'll get bashed and it's it'll be good dude i love it man i love that stuff don't get me wrong i fucking love it but the things with sorry with the striking thing though there's a certain ego that you have to have to strike with somebody there is in a in a like a sparring sense like you've got you've got to be in that aggressive uh kind of mode and that that that's sometimes toxic to do every day here's 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 a thing man here's a thing and i fucking glad you said that because i fucking hate people like that Mm. and i want this on the record i fucking hate you if we go into a sparring match and just at training right where we're supposed to be fucking helping each other and you bring in your ego Mm. you know fucking keep your fucking small dick syndrome at home you know what I mean? This is where this is where we really test our skill and our ability. Dude, if you even have to fucking land heavy shots on me in order to fucking uh in order to 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 be better than me here, then you good for, like yeah, what, what the yeah. fuck does that prove, yeah. bro? Yeah. Control your shots, land them, pick me apart, have better foot movement than than me. You know, you know, have 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 better head movement than me. Make me miss. Mm. Make me miss. You know what I mean? That's a real fucking athlete right there. And that's the you thing fucking, that I that think training hard shit, that ego shit with sparring and and strikers. They do have it. You're right. Mm. They're all fucking. They're all insecure about their ability. Um, and dude, the funny thing is, a tattooed bully sitting in front of you is like, ask anyone that we that sparred with me. Ask ask anyone in my career that's part of me, man. I looked after everybody mm. the same. You know what I mean? Like if you, they chose a tempo though, like yeah. if you, if you wanted to go hard, okay. Mm. That's you know? a, yeah, and jiu-jitsu. And that's where I would throw yeah. a kick. Yeah. I'll fucking hurt you with it. You know what I mean? 
when I kick someone, it's like you pissed me off. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so, and that's the thing, man. I hate that ego shit. I well, don't, the thing I, with jujitsu though is like you just can't have that shit. Like it's so, it's like not really possible. Like if you come into oh, the there gym, is, there is. I, I know someone who has that. Oh. And that but dude's it's, probably it's, a lot fucking better than you. <laughs> yeah, but the thing the thing is, is like that dude, that dude is a lot, it fucking a lot better than yeah. than me. But he shouldn't have that nah. ego. Well, that shouldn't exist in the gym because, like, in well, my they'll only survive if they're real good. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is though, the thing is though, with that, like, we don't have you. You can't avoid that in in any gym. There is gonna. There's always there's gonna always be one dickhead. Yeah. There's always gonna be that. And over time, I think that gets phased out. You can't, you know, people can only put up with that for so long. But a real fucking, real, real weird ego stuff. Like, I've had people that come in that want to have, start, they'll start talking shit with me. That I'm just a skinny fucking Afro-headed dude. You know, I don't look like much. And it's like, people will talk shit. I'll put that motherfucker in their place. But I won't do it with ego. I'll do it with technique and I'll do it with... And then that guy... That guy has respect because I'm not trying to hurt him, and it's like you know what I mean. I'm not trying to hurt this guy. I'm not trying to. It's, not, a, it's not it's a beating. Him a it's lesson. just a, yeah. It's just like there's a there's like a humble. It, it is like a gentle art. I can dominate that dude without being a fucking cunt to that person. And then there's no aggression. There's no or it's so controlled. Like I can be so controlled that that ex, it just like neutralizes that exchange. I Whereas think it's, it's, you got to meet fire with fire when it comes to striking. If that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I think it's worth mentioning, and I'm sure we'd all agree, we've all done a few different sports. Mm. There's Percentage-wise, there is the least amount of ego mm. at combat sport gyms. Yeah, you know, I, like I agree with that. Rugby league, swimming, a few other sports, easily the least amount of ego in Well, I think the gyms. thing, though, with jiu-jitsu, though, I think, as well, is that there's, like, there's such a clear hierarchy. Like, people know. Like, I walk into my gym, I know. I know who's better than me. And I know who I'm better than. Well, you got and the belts wanna, too. Exactly. That's a fucking clear indication as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what's cool is when you don't know mm. and you just got to work that shit out. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's kind of like, that's what going into a striking gym's like. You know what I mean? But then it becomes very dog eat dog. And it, it's, you know what I mean? Look, it, 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 it is, but at the same time, man, like I said, man, it, you can't just beat people up yeah you know what i mean you can you got to educate them you got to help them you know what yeah. i mean if you know and you know if you're better than someone before you start sparring you know what i mean you know you're better than them you know what i mean just man fucking educate them yeah. don't, don't don't like don't go in there trying to trying to beat them up definitely pick them apart teach them a lesson but don't fucking don't embarrass them or or or, or break them mm-hmm. do you know what i mean there are gyms out there that pride themselves on breaking each other day in day out yeah and they're the guys that fucking uh end up with concussion and and, and go into a, and, and go into a fucking fight and get damaged earlier because they just been damaged for fucking 18 weeks beforehand mm. you know they didn't even you know what i mean they didn't even have a chance they were done before they were cooked before they even fucking came out that oven yeah so it's like well yeah i just i just think that there's definitely like i could see a value in in jiu-jitsu for you just because you're you're an athlete you've trained before jiu-jitsu is great man it really Mm. is you've taken on bodybuilding pretty well though like for your mental just release it's good man it's i've always been a fan of it you know what i mean i've always been a fan of it um as a as a young kid you know pumping iron and yeah yeah yeah, so arnie did you ever have the encyclopedia of bodybuilding 
Um, the Arnie one? No, yeah. I didn't. Fuck, I had that as a my kid. Friend, I loved that. Yeah, my, my friends had it and I borrowed it a few times and stuff, yeah. but that gave you some hope for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was always been like the retirement sport for me, kind of like when I'd stop fighting, I'd, yeah. I'd go into that and a lot of friends of mine were bodybuilders, so... I was like, oh, you know, and it's it's you got the big dog here to fucking help you out. He's yeah, he's yeah, he's fortunately we've Ryan's helped me make a transition many times. Well, yeah, I mean, when did bodybuilding come into the scene? That was art. Was that after the the bad ordeal? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of like. Um, so yeah, well, I guess we'll go back to finish the. So the you win this. Yeah. So the first fight so, back. And yeah. Then we'll so keep going from there. Yeah. So I win this first fight back um, with leg kicks. It was. It was like, the first time I got to test, my, um, my power, um, on a human, mm. um, moving athlete, you know, um, properly without hurting anybody don't so, forget you got chinned at the start of that fight too yeah but it was almost three in a row and i was there in it his was corner. it was man it was and it was like it was the thing is is like um you got to remember too like after everything had happened and the two losses back to back people stopped believing in you and i want to send that message out to people like you will in the mma you know community or they if they haven't experienced this already and they're fighting at a very high level i just highly doubt they haven't experienced this but if you're fighting at a very low level and want to fight at a high level this will happen at some stage and you if you do fall short you, you learn real fast who's like gonna who's it's going to stick around mm. and if you fall short again and a few more people fall off the scene or off the team mm. and you know when there's some public humiliation involved you know in, in my scenario that knockout video gone viral if fuck man you you got let me just I'll be straight with you you've no one gives a fuck anymore you know they stop believing in you and like like I'd be lying to say that I didn't hate them for that too because mm. like you realise that the people that you thought were real cool were just fucked mm. you know the people that were helping you were just in it for the wrong reasons you know so when you can't be when you're no good to anyone anymore like you, there's a you, that's when you're finally given um, your real team, mm. you know? And you can do two things here. You can go, oh, fuck, I've lost everyone. How will I move on and how will I do this? And, you know, or you can go, okay, now i got the real ones. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're about to fucking, now let's do this then. All we got is each other. Let's fucking do this, you know? So, you know, there was there was no one to train with you know I had very little you know from the outsider looking in they thought I had everything you know but the truth was I had no one I had no friends left because I was just like fuck man like you know they they were sort of like oh you know I wasn't I wasn't this big you know fucking winning machine anymore you know and there was like coaches that weren't sort of 
backing you anymore or interested in you anymore and teammates and fucking whatever wasn't it was kind of like oh, i'm too embarrassed now to be around you because you you know you, you lost a fight mm. no shit that's like Cause the that's, simple because that's of what it, it yeah. fucking is yeah you know what i mean and it's like or a couple fights or whatever yeah what was the public look? like if you went out in public were people like pointing you out in public or was there any was it like that real to where like you'd actually there was because that's the thing like an online thing like I guarantee that anyone that would leave a fucking comment mm. in my section if I was face to face with them and I was like hey do you want to do it yeah. literally 0.00% of those people would actually so do something at this stage he's not exactly inconspicuous either so yeah. he's getting noticed at this stage it didn't it wasn't this in this particular situation it wasn't there wasn't any public, um, like damage, yeah, or like, you know, there, it didn't. It wasn't. Nothing happened from this particular situation. Um, to be honest with you, anyone who had anything bad to say, you wouldn't see them. You wouldn't hear from them. It was just online shit. Just online. Yeah. That's where they stay. That's yeah. where they live. They're safe there. Yeah. But in real life people would come up and be like bro fucking i seen what happened man like fuck that's fucked man like i can't believe that happened to you and shit and you're like i don't know i think you become so fucking like inside with like certain people that are friends of you or that had been acquaintances of yours or or whatever or fans of yours or whatever i think you get like a ptsd or yeah or something from it and you kind of when they say to you oh I'm sorry, man. You, you kind of just want to go. Like, where, 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 where did you have? Where did you have my back? You know, or like, what, what did you say to, to help? Where was? How come you seen it? Did you? I didn't get a message. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't. Like, you didn't call it's me. It's not until we're face to face. Yeah, have to you know say what something. I mean. Yeah, man. It's, it's interesting to hear once, this side once, of this. Once this again, side of once again, now. once again. I'm not that kind of guy so I just go oh man it's all good bro like I put on the fake smile and I kind of go and when I say fake smile I don't mean fake smile toward him I mean fake smile that I wasn't hurt by it yeah you know and I was just like nah man it's, it's all good like it's, it's man it's stupid huh like it's silly like, yeah. Oh, yeah cool man like oh, we'll catch up sometime yeah see, see you and it's like, you know it's like but you know that would happen a lot but like the bad like you fucking what's someone gonna say anyway you lost a fight you dick yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, like you yeah. know like and it was like yeah i was like kind of like oh you the guy that put um clipped by by the asian guy and i'm like does anyone know his name though yeah do you know mm. what i mean like i know the fucking jackal but that's the sad thing though yeah. for him yeah you know what i mean they still call him the asian guy still <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, dude, he's a machine. He's been in the UFC. He's fucking undefeated. Like, yeah. or he had that one loss, that last fight he had, he got he got knocked out. Um, but it was like, yeah, dude, yeah, I got knocked out by a fucking beast. Yeah, yeah. So, did the, so did the last eight cunts mm-hmm. in the UFC. They got fucking knocked out by him too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and the thing is, I got two fucking losses on my record and both of them are like two undefeated UFC fucking guys that, no one else in Australia fought. They didn't share the cage with these guys. I yeah. got three losses, 
and they're both beasts. They're three, three of them are fucking undefeated guys, and no one else wants to fucking jump in the in the cage with. You know, I'm not taking credit away from the people that have, because there are people that have, but they're great fighters too. Mm. You know what I mean? Much better than myself too. You what know a, what I mean? like what a great time to be talking about this. Like this is why I'm so lucky we didn't pull the trigger earlier because all of this stuff has happened, and it just puts everything else into perspective. Yeah. Like I think you're doing a really good job at just telling the story that and bringing up a lot of points that we wouldn't think about. Yeah. You know, we we got no idea. Yeah, it's and it, like so basically like as far as public go back to your question like no no one really apart from little things like that with this and I say it again this situation mm. okay because this is just a warm up this is just my introduction to the media. Yeah right. That's so that. I'm not across with the rest of the shit. Like, I had no idea. Hmm. So, you yeah. know what we should do? We should finish the part about when he wins his fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we can so, platform off so that. So, anyway. So, so you, like, kick the fuck out of this cunt, you win. Yes. But before that fight, that team that I was fighting had tried to, um, like, get inside my head or something or, like, upset me in some way by by bringing up the past and sharing Ben um, knocking me out and saying this is going to happen like just just being keyboard warriors to the the fact to the point where even the guy's coaches no coach there was only one of them I'm not going to fucking blame the both of them because that would be lying there was one of them that um, and they know this that's why I'm being brutally honest Mm. Um, because I'm not going to lie um, I've got no reason to. Um, so they, so one of them was on there having a, you know, because this is the thing, the MMA, you know, in Australia, I don't know what it's like now, but then man, it was so fucking lame. Like there were coaches on the on the internet talking about the guy who's about to fucking pay your fucking your guy. Your your guy's getting what he's getting. Because we're fighting, you know. I'm about to fill out an arena so you... Get paid. Not just that, but once again, all cards are on the table. Winner takes all, man. Let me do do it. Thank me after. Like, fuck. Like, uh, we're about to put on a mad show. That's what people want to see. That's what I want them to see. That's what you should want them to see. Either do this right or don't, you know, don't sit here and pretend like you truly believe I'm this fucking idiot that believes anything, any of the bullshit that comes out of my mouth with this. Like, this is just a fucking show, man. Like, this is just, this is just, and once again, this is like, you know, this is before all this real, you know, recent showmanship from anybody else. And this was real, this was real stuff. You know what I mean? And it was like, and it was good stuff. At the time, you were pulling bigger crowds than our actual UFC fighters in Australia. Well, not an actual UFC card, but the fighters no, on the card, yes. Card. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like if it was their main event versus your main event. Fucking yeah. yes. We had yes. fighters that were fighting the UFC. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And anyone who disagrees with that is delusional. Or, I don't know. But and this was a long time ago too. 
Like in terms of five years, five like five years, years in yeah. terms of like the, a lot's happening. The, the five MMA years. landscape, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Things, like five years yeah, is a real a whole different time. story. Yeah. yeah, I think things have picked up. I mean, now there's a fight every week, which is why I was so unique because no one else was doing it. Yeah, no one else was. Not I believe that none of the general public were buying tickets to events. Uh, such as like XFC and Nitro and things like that. None of the general public were, were going, let's go watch that fighter that I heard about. Yeah. The only general public doing that, I, I dare say, would have been for this guy because he was doing his promotion and yeah. stuff. So general public that didn't know him were buying tickets to see him. Yeah. All the other general public that were buying tickets were just buying tickets to Nitro or yeah. let's go watch that yeah. MMA yeah. show where you know I, I hate to blow smoke up him but it's true yeah. that people were buying tickets to the jewel show would you agree it makes sense mm. i mean i i think yeah i think that i think that they wanted to see me lose or win yeah. i think there wasn't lose or know, win either way they're buying tickets huh? yeah yeah you know and, and and i understood that and i was thankful for for everybody you know i was thankful for, for it all and the ones that had were unsure about me um i look i always looked forward to meeting them you know, and I turned a lot of them around. Mm. You know, um, I can't, I don't even know. I think Jamie would, it's an interesting question to ask how many t-shirts I'd sold in the 10 years of competing. And, oh man, and they were, we always came up with a real cool design or like something real funny, you know, um, and it was always humorous. It was, it was trying to take away from the tough guy thing. Mm. I think people, that one video is like, you know, like, but it's like, man, I was, look up some more videos. I'm making a fool of myself. Like, mm. that's, that I was, do remember seeing videos of you, like, taking the piss out of yourself training. Yeah. Before that video. So, I actually yeah. do remember those Yeah, it videos. was like, and it was just to entertain. Like, it was just as a joke. Like, it was just real, the real me kind of thing. Like, just being, just being funny, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, just because I do suffer from mental health and I'd much rather laugh than be angry. Mm. And I want people to see that there is like I just didn't like that whole cliche where you gotta be this like tough guy mm. you know like just like bad guy cause you fight cause I, that wasn't like I'm not I'm not so it's like sometimes I'd just be a goof you know a goof around sort of and that really was all forgotten when mm. all that other stuff happened that well you had a platform then when things went bad I think they went worse for you because of that platform yeah, it was just sort of like it was just people capitalizing on, mm. capitalizing on that negative platform. Yeah, you know that I was left on, and no matter how hard you try to get off that, people just don't remember the good things you do. They oh, just dude, remember the bad so things. So gnarly. Yeah. These days, it's like worse than ever. So that, those guys were were kind of like provoked, like, mm. you know, and I said nothing. I said nothing. I said nothing. Every day, something. I said nothing. I'd write some negative stuff. I said nothing. I said nothing. And I wanted this guy so bad. And it wasn't because I disliked him. Because I don't. And I still don't. And I liked him. You know? I I, I, I like the guy. I don't know one person that doesn't. He's one of the nicest guys in Australian MMA. And he's got maybe one of the longest fucking holding... Like, he's got so many fights. And he's so experienced. Such a good guy. So many fights. Before I started my career, he was main event of a card that I was watching. Mm. You know, before I even had my first MMA fight. I remember watching him fight. 
And I remember thinking, man, that guy got some bashes to the head and he just like was so like, so tough and just, he just wouldn't stop, you know? Mm. Um, and he was, uh, he, he was admirable because he didn't look like that guy. Yeah, right. He, 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 he doesn't mm. at all. I remember people hitting me up on the fight. Like, you fighting this guy on the poster? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you're going to kill him. I'm like, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, you don't Do you know, know what I mean? Shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, man, this guy's so good. Like, this guy's got his, you know, he's got his strengths, man, you know? And because um, I like that guy, but he's unfortunately his teammate one of his teammates and his coaches was just talking so much fucking shit dude and I was just like fuck it got heated after the fight so yeah when I finished the fight I was so overwhelmed there was so much bottled up inside me and there was so much going on um, so this is after the win this is while it was happening yeah. so there was so much and I chopped his leg and I seen him limping on it and I knew because I chopped it fucking the whole fight the whole fight the whole fight and you're right in the start of the fight in the opening touch gloves of the fight because I went through those two knockouts you got that PTSD that doesn't yeah. fucking go away and a lot of fighters get it a lot of fighters have it and people that are smart know get on him early like get on him fast while he's still got that uh, you know fear yeah and they and he, he clipped me and I sat down and was that a flash it was a flash yeah. yeah for sure it was a flash and I sort of sat down but you know it wasn't I was only flashed the moment my bum hit the ground kind of like when Khabib, yeah. Khabib hit Connor and he kind of like um, po- like sort of broke fall and like scooted back on that one arm yeah yeah know? yeah um and, and that's what happened I sort of yeah. dropped and I kind of scooted back to the fence on that one arm and I kept my eyes on him and I, I was awake still but I remember th- I remember what, I remember thinking I remember my, my, my legs going a bit um, weak yeah. and I remember thinking oh fuck and I remember going and I just something came over me man and I remember just because of the nerves at the start of the fight and stuff and I remember just thinking not tonight cunt yeah fucking not tonight and I just fucking pushed back to the gate and then he's come into, and I've just pulled Spider Guard, and that was like the best performance of jujitsu in my whole career. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I'm um, surprised you knew what Spider Guard was. Jug, that was Jugsy, man, yeah. just yes. drilling with me, drilling with me, drilling yeah. with me, drilling with me, drilling with me. And um, I've put my feet in his hips, and I've because of my strong legs, I'm sort of just keeping him there, but I'm not using any energy. And as he's throwing punches. I'm just sort of pushing him away a little bit yeah. to the point where one foot's on his hip and one foot's on his shin and I pushed him so far back that it created enough space and he was like, fuck. So he comes running forward again but I've just scooted up enough in time and we've been pushed up against the cage. Yeah. But I'm to my feet now mm. and I'm recovered and we're, and we're, we're again, he's got me against the cage and that's where the fight changed. And um, Took a while. He had you on the cage for a while. Yeah, but here's the thing. He had me on the cage for a while um I wasn't phased or outstrength or outpowered at all yeah like you felt comfortable I was so comfortable yeah and I was resting and I was recovering still yeah and I remember and he was punching and kneeing and kicking and he was really and I remember thinking I think he's giving me everything he's got here yeah mm. And I remember thinking, and everyone was going, Get, turn off the cage, Jules, turn off the cage. And you're just like, no, dude, I'm chilling. Or at least get an underhook or something. Yeah. No, I, I would have had one. Um, but I remember just thinking, nah. I remember thinking, 
he's not as strong as me I remember thinking he's gonna like I'm gonna tire this prick out yeah and I let him and I let him and I let him and I let him just fucking like post up against me and just push me into that fucking cage and he's throwing he's throwing he's throwing he's looking for that fucking double and he's not getting it and he's looking for that single and he's not getting it mm. I'm just shrugging it off I'm just breaking it I'm just heavy hips and then you know that's what I'm hearing from my corner I said heavy hips keep them hips heavy Jules get you know keep your ass low and Jessie's there like helping me too she's you know she knows her shit anyway out of nowhere I just turn him off the cage like I was like I was fresh as fuck as a daisy you know and I was like straight away I knew like man like is I just I've got all this energy and he, no one even in the crowd knows mm. I think know? he threw a few a couple of head kicks too oh dude I turned him off the cage and I just fed him fed him fed him fed him with like power shot after power shot after power shot after power shot and then I threw a push kick to the face and dropped him completely oh yeah and then yeah. I went on top to finish and the buzzer went off and then when he got up I knew alright man I'm way too strong and he knew he yeah. knew I was too strong and he knew it was going to be a nightmare in there so the next round was real similar I, I, he pushed it to the cage and I let him and then I turned him and I'd bash him I'd just knees to the head elbows leg kicks leg kicks I seen him limping on the leg and I thought man I'm doing damage and they were slapping yeah. slapping you know slapping yeah oh he, he everyone knew because he kept yeah. limping on it mm and then I was just like okay so I was setting him up and I was just sort of like throwing like rushing in on him with the hit bang yeah, and I was yeah. really selling him like, yeah. and then bang you know I was really selling him to him throwing a jab throw a right hand bite down but then were bang. you setting up your right hand to fake the kick and then hit him with your right I was, ma- I was, I was anyway. just moving the shoulder heavy and I was just um, changing my legs I was changing my level and I was just really like um, my presence was my presence was really demanding and aggressive. Yeah. I think, I think it but was... But what I'm saying is, did you know you were going to drop him with leg kicks or were you going to keep hurting him with the leg kick? I was go- yeah, right? I was going to hurt him with the leg kicks and then give yeah. him the right hand. Yeah. But when he was limping that and my coach was going, finish him with the legs now, just keep on that leg. Yeah. And I just thought, all right. And he wasn't even checking. So I was just like, all right. So I just kept going, going. And then the last one lifted him and he just, both yeah. feet in the air, straight on the ground yeah because he would have tried to pull it across to the yeah. other side yeah well, I think so. it, it just went it just went it just went yeah and then um, I heard that his femur was his femur was that bone was cracked real bad like Maybe. I I, I heard I, I heard he was out for a while he was out of training for a long time I heard I like, cracked his femur like real bad mm. um, I don't know if it's true or not but the promoter of the show told me that so it's, I think it would be true but he um but when that happened cuz I rewind it back at the start of the fight his his mates and everything were in the crowd and they were saying shit and they were like like he had know, a good turnout yeah yeah he did yeah, yeah. Well, he, he did for sure and they were saying shit and his teammates were telling like in the rounds going we're going to fucking like saying like it's so it's so it's so lame in Australia but he was like they were like we're going to fucking get you we're going to fuck you up in the car park and shit like saying stuff to me and I was just like just sitting there looking at Jessie and she was just like oi look at me look at me you know and she was telling me what to do in the rounds and I still felt that bullying and I just fucking was like a little kid at school that got picked on through the whole of fucking school I was gonna say did you get bullied a lot at school no fuck no <laughs> and, 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 and I was like and, but I, I just felt like that I felt like that. Yeah. I got bullied 
out when I left school. Yeah, I got right. bullied when I was a fucking MMA fighter, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, yeah, that was my experience of bullying. I got bullied by the fucking world. Yeah, you know, <laughs> by flies you can't catch. You know, and I was like, so when I dropped him with them leg kicks, unfortunately for his fucking f- friends and his coaches and his his who he caught, he was on the firing line for them. Yeah, and I just man he hit the ground and it was done the fight was done and I just fucking just fed him heavy punches while his legs were completely fucking crippled Mm. which is fucking bad and I was I couldn't even I didn't even know I was I was just so furious and so much come out like you know it was like all this like all these knockout all these losses all this like Everything, all this bullying and everything that had happened. Context, unfortunately, like yeah. context. When you look at it, when you were there, it was pretty bad. So he did the refs like? Did the refs like? Ref was trying to wave him off. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, ref was, was pulling bad. me. But again, like yeah, fuck. Sometimes yeah. I think, you just got to ask the question: What was the context? You know, and yeah. you just apologize yourself that he. Oh, was on straight the away, line. straight away, I straight away when they gave when they gave me the mic, they had to stretcher him. He couldn't even stand up. So when they stretched him out. I, like they were booing me and I was like kind of like like his, his fans were booing me my, you know my family and stuff were like kind of like wow Jules like you were fucking like savage but I was like man like I said this guy, these guys bullied me like this whole fight camp I, I they they were trying to get me to be the the they bat. were trying to get you to be the guy that you were. Yeah. Not to mention the few months they, they, that you they, just they, lived through with the video would, and everything. That's what they were trying to they yeah. were trying to get me to be the dick so that when he won the fight I would be that dick again. Yeah. And I knew what it was, you know, and I was like, I can't do it again because if I do, if it does happen again, it will fucking ruin me. Yeah. You know, not, not public, emotionally, like I'll fucking, I'll tie my fucking noose. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, you know, I can't, I couldn't take any more of that. So I was like, fuck that's heavy. Mm. Oh, bro. It's was was it that dark for you fuck. during that time of the video and shit, dude? I can I can't even imagine. Like I can't imagine that that, that. that was dark, and still was not the end of what mm. was to come. What was to come after after this was like fuck, dude. It's. Do you think he had an advantage with dealing with it, with what came next, because you've been through all this shit, or was it a disadvantage because you were just so fucking tired and sick of the bullshit of the world? I was, yeah, it was, it was fucking exhausted. <laughs> Could have been a bit of both. Man. Yeah, I was exhausted, and I was like, and he, and I feel bad because, like, once again, man, I liked guy, you know. Mate, that's water under the bridge. That's not something yeah. you need to hang on to. Yeah. Even I'm sure they'll agree, especially yeah. after listening to this. Oh, but I never was able to say anything to him. Yeah. Mm. I look like a dick. But, um... And so what happened after then? So you say that on the microphone. Mm. And then, um... Yeah, then, oh like, yeah. So, so you guys got I like said that. I said that. No, no, no. I said that. And, you know, I the promoter was like, Jules, you know, like, he, he, he knew. You know, Justin mm. Lawrence, XFC and they knew um, what was going on and they were like sympathetic to it they were like man like you know people were saying shit and they were sticking up for me and people were like 
or you're only sticking up for him because he, he's he's your fucking money guy and he's he's your yeah he's the cash cow yeah he's the cash cow you know like and and Justin was like no no I'm not like no I'm not what he did you know wasn't he thinks he knows himself was was he took it too far you know um, but he fucking just carried a lot of your shit dude you know and um, he, um, I told him to go and you know pass these, this message on to um, I actually I actually st- said to the coach even after it happened and I said sorry on the microphone I actually looked at the coach that was ripping into me and bullying me and that kind of thing and I said this is fucking you dude and he was like me like he was like oh and I was like, yeah, you. I was like, remember that shit? Remember that shit on the fucking keyboard? Remember that? I was like, look, look at your fucking fighter now. Mm. You know, that's you, man. Like I was like pissed at him, you know, because I was all heated at the time and shit. Because like, you don't want to be that guy. Acting like a fucking fool. Yeah. I didn't, no, fuck, yeah, I'm not, be, yeah, I'm not. It's yeah. not that I want to be, it's that I'm not, you know. Yeah. He, he was- Dude, a, I've fucking, I've been there. I'm sure everybody's been there to the point where like- You go, fuck. Someone's <laughs> fucking, dude. Yeah, I've had crazy situations, like, especially at school being bullied. Like, you can only fucking push people so far, man. Like, there, there is buttons that... Man, I, the thing is, is, like, I can go far. And we all like, can. Like, I'm durable. Do. Yeah. That I just... It was just too much for me. Yeah. You know, like, I can brush off so much, dude. This was, like... This was a lot. Yeah. And I'm not even giving you details what was said. Yeah. I'm not even giving you the details of what was done. You but know? I think everybody is... That's, like not everybody ever really or always has to go to those lengths of where like you'll literally beat the fuck out of somebody but it's like we're all capable of that shit like I, I mean I guess that maybe some people it's like you that fight or fly thing but if you're like a person that has that built in fight response like you can go far man if you wait, have to wait until you're a parent and someone messes with your child that's what I'm saying like we've all and it's like I think that when people look down on people that have that kind of reaction, it's like you said, it's context. It's like, don't anybody think that you're above that because there's a fucking switch that can be pushed that would make you do that. And I think that's like important to fucking remember. The thing is, is like, I wouldn't just go and do that. Like I was already in a fight. Mm. you know yeah, I was yeah. already in a fight I was already here yeah. I, I feel like you're starting to defend this now like you don't need to defend it mate. yeah I'm but sure yeah, everyone yeah. Will oh no it. for like, sure you, yeah let yeah. that go if that's weighing on you man no no you absolutely let that go no no it's not it's just like this is the first time I've spoke about it since then yeah. it mm. happening so well, I, I, I want to say I think you handle it really well yeah well I can, today, I can see that today I think you're handling it really well and yeah. I can see like I'm just trying to say that like I can see that like we all have that like you can get pushed too fucking far and it's like the reality like you said you're in a fucking cage you're getting paid to bash this dude you bashed him for what five seconds longer than you were getting paid to yeah that, that is it's well. like that's the fucking reality like you're getting paid <laughs> to fuck this dude in for overtime. yeah you know what I mean it's like yeah that's, I get it dude, that's, I get that's it. the other thing you know what I mean that, that's also like you can like I could have used that as as my defense but once again I I didn't, you know, because yeah. that's just their dick move. Yeah. So, like, I could have said that, but no, I straight up just went, yeah, you know, I, I went after the bell, you know, they'll, <laughs> I have my reasons to, you know. Um, well, no. so then how long after that was the breakup? Because I was there at that fight. Jessie was with you. Um, she was excellent to me, made me chocolate peanut butter butter. 
cups and stuff. I smashed them on day I one. I remember that. Yeah. You showed me a lot of respect. You got me a pair of shoes and stuff. Like, they were great. You guys that, were great. That so, was a gift for helping me yeah. in so, that time. This guy. So, something in his memory. We had one conversation about shoes and about 12 weeks later, like, when we were sort of parting ways after the fight and that brings me these shoes. Um, but... Again, context from what I ever saw of Jules and Jesse was like they're a team. Mm. Um, so I'm interested to hear because I haven't bothered to ask him um, what what went down. I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but I mean that's pretty much a reason we're here today because um, it's a big story. Uh, I think. And dude, don't feel like you have to say. Any, yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't even really know the story at all. So. Well, no one does. Don't feel. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't feel like oh, I ain't here fucking chasing something. I, I don't you, really. We could talk about other shit for the rest of the time. So yeah. there's no fucking. I think. I think. Well, I hang can... on. Should we start again? And like you asked Jace before, what do you know of the situation? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Apart you haven't read from just anything. what? No, no, no. Well, then I'm the next best. What I know of the situation, um, without. You know, I know you well, and I haven't bothered to talk to him about it. Um, what I know of the of the situation was, you guys, you were at home. Jesse's brought you the wrong kind of noodles. You've lost your mind and started um, hitting her. She's reacted, and she's either hit you back or choked you back. Got out, and then media storm and and legal how the fuck did know? i miss this i don't know i was probably living in america that's probably yeah um no, no. it was fucking viral mm. um but that's how i know it and just being someone that knows them both but i don't know what happened you know i don't i try not to read too far into it yeah um yeah man like i think not like once again i had i had people ask me to to speak on it a touch on it but like the intentions once again were and I, I was i was hesitant of at this particular time i was with xfc contracted and they had told me not to speak on it at all uh, yeah. um of course they knew everything that had happened before it was publicized because it was publicized like six months or more after the event um, which was strange. That's weird. Real weird. That is weird, yeah. Real weird. Um, and it, was, it got me because I was just, you know, I was living in Sydney at the time. Me me and Jesse were living in Sydney at the time together. We moved there together. Um, and I'd woke up to the news. We were broken up at that stage, obviously, but I woke up to the news. That it, so the story broke. Yeah. six months after the fact yeah I just woke up one morning I was already with another girl I'd moved on with another girl also in the UFC um, She's she was living in California and I had flown over there to train for my fight with Gustavo and and I met her um, and she's a high level and at the time Jesse wasn't with the UFC at all. Yeah. So who's the UFC chick? What was her name? Ashley Evans Smith. Yeah. Right. Um, and where'd she train at? She now. Oh, where is she now? Um, she's in Cali, I think. Did she train with Hendo? Like the Dan Henderson gym or no? Nah, nah, nah. nah. She's a wrestler though. Um, yeah. she's with Tyler Wombles 
doing uh, kickboxing yeah okay um but I th- I th- coach casey's her i think i think yeah she's yeah yeah 10th yeah. planet i think Bef- yeah before you go further into the story if you don't mind um because you're you're about to talk about what it was like here in the news and then what, mm-hmm. can you tell us in your words what happened do you want to or no what that night because you're about to tell us you know what it was like here in the news and then i think i think it's it's like anything right you know you're in a relationship and you have your domestics you have your you have your arguments you know and your your disagreements or whatnot um sometimes they're emotional um abuse that can happen and sometimes they're physical abuse that can happen yeah um mine I had a great relationship with Jesse but we were both um, in the same line of work we were both grinding for like a in this UFC um, dream chase chasing this dream Um, I'm not going to say I'm perfect emotionally at all I've already said earlier that I, I, I'm medicated for men, mental health I'd gone through a lot it's very disturbing you carry a lot of you know with you it changes you it changes the way you, you think about yourself it changes the way you think about people it changes the way you think about a lot of things and it also changes you know your trust for people mm. um, it's quite damaging um to say the least and I think like I was saying I wasn't I'm not the perfect uh, mum who is emotionally you know but I do I will be honest um at the time Jesse was a lot more emotionally damaged than I was um and that's what attracted me to her um, that's what attracted how do you how do you mean that it attracted me to her because like you wanted to try and fix her or help her I wanted her? to help not fix I wanted to help yeah. she wanted me to help that's what attracted her to me you know what I mean so we both had our issues you know and we helped each other tremendously on this particular occasion um, we both had our disagreement of whatever and it had been going on through the relationship on and off and to the point where I guess I knew there was going to be a breaking point where things would get physical not on her behalf because there were moments that it had she had already you know struggled to um keep calm in certain arguments but she got better and better and better at that and i loved that because i liked to think that i may have been the reason to help that Mm. and she helped me it helped me help her help me with myself um so I think in the end 
it was like something wore thin and we we had a real bad argument um i think the details of the of what happened aren't important and the reason i don't think they're important and i'm sorry ryan because i know you want me to speak on it but it still be my story mm. it would just still be words that i'm saying mm. i don't think it matters you know what i'm about to what i would have to say at this at all i think what's important is that all i will say is that when i made i made a i i made a mistake i haven't spoke to her about that um i made a mistake because i retaliated and that's that's what i was that's what surfaced and that's what i was i was charged with my retaliation I could have not but I think I was emotionally I think I was pushed to that I wasn't strong enough to to resist and that's why I don't think it's important because it's just my side mm and I still don't think her side or whatever had been said was important because the only people that know what happened, the truth of it is me and her, you know? And have, you, have you spoken to her since? Um, briefly, I have. Um on good terms or yeah yep um she'd agree to that yeah that it's good terms of course yeah I you said it was a mistake are you sorry man like I love that person Mm. I do you know it never it never stops when you love someone do you, might. do you know like how you got there though for it to get that bad to where you like I'm just gonna to assume obviously think, there was some physical altercation yeah, it's like yeah. to get to that point Look, though like I think I think I was more betrayed I felt I felt that way like it was like I felt like I was and then she obviously felt that she was but you gotta remember this like it's two fighters too which is kind of the hard. thing is the thing is is like it's we, hard to you, you it's, you it, can say stuff like that, but then you start to go down the path of justification, and you can't, yeah, you no, can't justify I, but anything. But in terms you know? of like, I'm just looking at it in terms it, of like a thing, the thing. The thing is, the thing people is, people fight like people. If you're you, there are people that are fighters. You know what I mean? In terms of just like, there's a way that 
certain buttons get pushed and there's like a there's a reaction it's a trained reaction mm. there's a level of i'm sure a comfortability with violence that happens mm. as well i'm not trying to justify it. i'm yeah, just saying like i could see yeah and it's not a just i haven't been in that situation i'm trying to understand it and you know to see how that can happen because again it's like people fucking kill people mm. Pe- people are capable of like crazy fucking things that it's not ordinary and again you know i'm not trying to justified or but it's like i'm trying to understand how those things can i'd happen, like to i'd like you know? to understand i am trying to understand my own reactions because mm. i have a very very good partner at the moment and she has supported me you know through a hell of a lot of stuff yeah. that i've been through and i am disgusted at some of the things that come out of my mouth mm. when we are you know having a lot of tension i am trying so hard to stop it sometimes I can't and just yeah. thank God that the the physical side mustn't be in me because I'm scared and I'm not proud to admit that if that physical side was in me then it might have come out by now and mm. I wouldn't have you know been able to do anything about it and, and that's what I'm saying like that's it's not a justification but it's like when you have people that are used to being violent mm. that like you and you're used to fighting there's and like, it's like there is a level of acceptance and it's uh, like yeah the thing is is like I'll just be straight up and just fucking I, look I, I've been judged already yeah. millions of times I'm not I don't if people want to well con- the thing is if, but if people want to continue judging me you know whatever like. there's a couple of issues here that then I guess can go on is that um, there's there's things that we've set up in society that are like just no go and it's like then that is one of those things but then there's also uh, and you can't blame people for that judgment i think on that um on that end but then there's also a thing of like punishment and what is punishment and why do we punish people and if you've gone through your punishment then why does judgment continue to you know what i mean what's the point of punishment if punishment comes with judgment for life because then it's a life sentence so it's like way to put it that but you know what i mean not changing yeah Yeah. because people because opinion but i'm i'm of the i am personally and i'm not trying to say i justify it and i there's rule there's rules and there's society and that's that's set up and i'm down with those rules but i'm also down with if you say this is a fucking punishment and you get 25 years in prison or you get eight years in prison or you get whatever the fuck you get then that's the fucking punishment that you mm. do and you do the crime you do the time but i also expect that if you've done the fucking time then you can be rehabilitated you can learn from those actions like i believe in that how and many how many people would be in prison if they got caught oh fuck do you know yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure I've done stuff that I'd if I got caught I'd be in prison so it's who am I to judge people that have done you know similar things but just got caught mm. well, the thing is is like I don't think anyone in this situation is either like wrong or is right I think well I mean is he is right you know I think most people in the situation I think the, the, the two people involved or three or four wherever it's involved is they're all in the wrong mm. you know what I mean like we're all wrong together and it's like I was kind of wrong on my own, you know, mm. and it was kind of like, I felt like, um, it, it took something to, to that, to get to that point. And, um, why didn't you just bail? That's what, man, that's what I ask myself every fucking day. Cause if you like, if you, I think, I think, I think it was, again, this is not a judgment question. No. This is just a, I was, I was worried about you. Yeah. I think, um, 
like from the situation bail before it even got to that I know it's fucking hard it's a poisonous poisonous fucking love is you know it's fucking it's a powerful thing Mm. um I think love is more powerful than hate I'd agree with that I think the reason being is because it exists more there's more of it Mm. we love more than we hate I'd agree with that um I think if that I think we love each other and I think that it just we just we just we just went got through it we just we just we just didn't want to be anywhere else Mm. you know and it was like it never happened before you know and then when it did happen and it was like because we trained together every day and we we're sparring every day um i guess i knew i guess we both knew how hard we could we were physic we could physically we were physical on each other Mm. how often we were physical on each other that i guess when emotions went too high i think action followed and i and i think retaliation and emotion and all those things and once again like only we know that you Mm. know um the reason i've never spoke about it is because i don't feel i don't want to i don't i don't i still don't hate that person Mm. um i'm still confused about it and well then why don't you take us back to the morning when you found out um yeah so that's what confused me so what actually before sorry Ryan what happened like police wise so did charges get pressed and then yeah yeah yeah, so I'd like to know that so what happened was because just purely for like we talk about punishment and it's like what happened with this okay so so this is why it's hard for me to be upset um at her is because um she never she never put any charge on me hmm the police did they have to right they wanted to i think that there's a thing um that's I, what that's what they said they said they wanted to no they they said violence charge no, i think domestic they, violence they, charges so like no I'm, no no they they they, they said they that they had to they said they had to yeah no i've i've been in this they situation with my they, friend they, they said they have, they have to, to do yeah, it yeah but i believe you can you can make a judgment on a situation and walk mm. away. And I believe they seen Fuck I, the way like that's a hard one, man. If I'm a cop and I'm looking at you, I'm gonna say, What's going on? And you're gonna say, This is what happened and you're mm. gonna say, Why did it happen? You're gonna say, There you go, Are you okay though? And you're gonna say, Yeah, and then they're gonna go over to her and say, Are you okay? And she's gonna say, Yeah, I'm fine. And then they've gotta make their mind up whether they believe that. Mm. And they're looking at me, not you. Mm. So it's like, nah. You got to give them the credit though in the fact that there's going to be major ramifications if yeah. they did say, nah, that we're sweet. Exactly. Here. Well, 100 percent, one hundred percent. They're always going to err on the no, you know, no, no. The side like, of look, look, that's why I'm saying. That's yeah. why I'm saying once again. I couldn't be, I couldn't be mad or upset at anyone yeah. in this situation. I personally, myself. I personally think that 
it, I want to live in a society where that is the case. Yeah. Where the, where the cop has to go, no, nah, this is uh, this is a, a, it just so a ha- line it, that has to be. But that's my you know, point. My point is like they made the right decision based on the way that I fucking look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, let's face it, but it wasn't. But there's some fucking scary motherfuckers out there that look like choir boys. And I don't want, oh, I don't bro. want those, I, know, I don't want them I to be able to leave a judgment. Co- you that's know what a, I mean? That's a whole nother And that's what I'm saying where it's like, I'm kind of comfortable with that situation. Where yeah. It's like, they just have to, it's like, okay, I get right. that you guys are sweet. That's, you, that's all I'm making. trying to say, you know, yeah. is it's like, regardless of what the person looks like, yep, just whether they look down. like you or look like a fucking, a, like a nerdy little Jewish kid. Yeah. I would, I want women to be protected in that way. People. But the problem is, the problem is, is that you guys exist in a gray area that probably isn't the case in most cases like that you guys that's like a kind of a special thing where it's like no she is okay or i'm I'm just speaking in terms of like she's a fighter he's a fighter if they've both said they're fine this isn't some out of the that it's not like she's never seen a punch mm. he's never seen a punch she's never seen a tackle I, I, like i think point. that's why i think that's why that's all i'm sort of trying to say i think, like, I think there that's, is a gray area there i truly think that's why um I think that's why it was such a hard situation for the court to deal with because mm. they were kind of like because there was I could, yeah I could just there was see my story that, yeah and then there was her story and they were like which one which yeah. what happened and um they asked me like you know is this what happened and I said yes and I didn't lie about what happened and I was charged with what happened you know and so did you get found guilty of that yeah i did i pleaded guilty for it okay i pleaded guilty for um abuse so obviously striking um jesse yeah um and so what was the ramifications of that in terms of like a nothing. punishment it was it was good behavior bond okay like and if, so they, that was obviously the court took into well, consideration there was no, there the was no like there was no emo- like apart from emotional damage there was no physical like i didn't it wasn't it wasn't high enough yeah. of assault yeah. you know what I mean like they were like is this a situation where Jesse could have pressed charges or something and, and he would have got worse ramification or 100% yeah okay. it, it so, sounds so like so she didn't yeah. no yeah yeah no she didn't so it sounds like the courts have taken into consideration the the stories that got told and I that's, think I think uh, to be honest as well I, I, I give it's, it's also Jesse as well yeah she she didn't you know, she didn't fucking say anything that didn't didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is why... Which would be fucking easy to do. For sure. Which is why the newspaper didn't make sense to me. And so what was the headlines? <sighs> I can't remember, bro. There was heaps. Yeah, okay. And it was all over... I mean, it was worse than the, the knockout one. Fuck, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. It oh. was savage, man. Yeah, that's what I meant before. That's, I when can't I believe said I'm not across this. You. So I can't fight. I, I mean, I can't fight. Quiet. But my my XFC had to rip my contract up over it. Yeah, and it makes I, sense. They apologized to me for it. They were just like, "Fuck, dude!" Publicly, we a, can't. I was pu- gonna say publicly, bro. Like dude, that's the worst. Like put, that's put, a bad. Image. And at that time, fighting that was your. That's why I was worried about you. That was your identity. You were like the OG local martial arts guy that had. You know your Instagram. I hope you don't mind me saying, but it appeared like that was your 
almost full-time job in life you know like obviously fighting and bang bang those two oh, things gone because you shut been. down your social media i was like oh man oh, I'm, i lost i've had I lost, conversations with mutual I, friends I, i've never we're like, i had tw- we're i had thirty thousand followers drop off in 24 hours mm. disappear from my page i was six months shut after it down, the yeah? event yeah i yeah. shut it down yeah. for a bit yeah that's when i was like oh fuck it's yeah because i yeah i um I get the, it. the newspaper came out six months after because um, I don't even know, man. It was like uh, this is what I I'm led to believe, and once again, I don't know the real story, but I'm like I'm with I've, I've been I've been with Ashley for like a few months. Um, I was over there training with her in California. We were fine. She flew to Australia. Yeah, met my family, everything like that, um, and then I woke up one morning and I was like and America ahead of us so I woke up to all the messages from her like Jules like this is bad did she know that that had happened to you she knew that she knew that I'd had a fallen out with but Jeff. she didn't know the she the knew the details okay, okay. Yeah, yeah yeah she knew everything yeah so when the thing came out she was like she she didn't even ask me like yeah, is this, is this she, the yeah. real story yeah I think people that know me read it and went what the fuck you so what, what was the story Dude, like just the worst uh, case scenario kind of thing. Stomp, stomped up and down on her head. Um, choked her to sleep. She kicked me in the head, knocked me out to escape the scene of the attempted murder or whatever the whatever <laughs> really? it was, it was made like out to. Ah, it was pretty bad. I mean, you can read it. It's on Google still nah, if you google my name I don't need to read that shit nothing else comes up but that so yeah quickly touch on that how did Ashley handle that as an up and coming oh, like was... UFC fighter now attached to all this oh, man she she was she was hurt over it yeah, angry she yeah, was fucking she was fucking angry and um was it what she was angry because it came out but if you told her then no she was angry at the situation I, I'd been put in, yeah, like right. defensive. So not angry at you, no. Fuck yeah, okay. I was yeah, she said fly you, She she said fly here. She goes fly to America, get out of Australia. How'd you go with traveling? Like, did they didn't put any blocks or nothing on that? Yeah, yeah cool. I just got on the plane and I went to California. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then the next article came out. Um, I I'd fled the country, oh, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm and I'm and, and, just cunts, bro, and I'm on the run. <laughs> Oh. And I'm facing prison time, and I'm trying to escape the country. Showing your fucking mugshot and shit, and everyone's that, like, oh, "They were the smiling in court." Was the people one. were tagging dog the bounty hunter in court? Oh, bro, it, fuck! This is a nightmare. He was fucking commenting on it, saying, "I'm going to get this guy." <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> I'm going to bring him down. Right. Fucking whack cunt. Anyway, I'd the the thing is, is like, let's go back. Though. I want to, I want to push. I want to stress more on when I read it you know Mm. I was like fuck what the fuck is going on you know and I I just I knew it wasn't I knew that wasn't Jesse you know yeah okay I still to this day it's not her yeah it was simply I, I think it was simply people I have an idea of who it might be um, uh, sometimes in life people I think pressure us into 
feeling okay or doing something that we don't entirely agree with mm. and I think there's some still some there was some hurt and pain um, because when this stuff really happened um, me and Jesse were still like seeing each other like after the night that it happened oh really so you guys didn't break break up after this no see that's fucking important too that's important we we I we i think i think we both i think she she went distant mm. and i i tried to but we were still catching up a lot and we were still was there signs that it was gonna get better i think there was hope for me but, but on hers no i think there was too but she then got an opportunity to um to train full-time in the USA mm. and she was going anyway yeah so there was like no point to even trying yeah um, but even then so there was still communication for a long time until I'd met Ashley yeah and when I was very public about Ashley I think maybe she might have been hurt or someone was hurt I don't know who was hurt but someone was hurt enough to to say hey why don't we why don't we get a story up yeah can you do that yeah you can do that okay and I think that's how it took place yeah does would Jesse have known what they would do to the story I don't believe it um how big that would have become I don't believe that she understood and I, I don't believe that she did it intentionally to like I don't think it was supposed to be what it became mm. I think the people in charge of this I think knew and I think that was more important mm. and I think while the time it was done I think I honestly believe when I seen the write up I think I felt like I felt like she would have been thinking the same thing as me mm. you know and that's I mean I can't fucking make anything else up of it <laughs> I, I, I fucking can't I, yeah and so how long ago was that when was when was the last time you felt involved in that situation oh I'm I'm still involved in it yeah it doesn't right. fucking leave yeah like I said man I, put it this way put it this way put it this way put it this way and we're going back to like we were going back to like the sentencing of doing something like that it, it's with you forever yeah when was that when was the sentence in when the fucking when the media fucking wrote their fucking story no yeah. when was the court the court's decision um I can't remember the date but it was a long time after it because that it was what maybe, year same year but it was like yeah what so what year did this all go down sorry man i think it was 2017 okay yeah so it's like a few years ago still and i think it was 2016 or 17 i can't remember i was one of them and it was the end it it, the sentencing was like right before christmas i remember that part Mm. um that was it the thing like it's there's definitely i mean the night is the night 
and obviously what goes down fucking goes down and there's the sentencing you pled guilty like I don't need to fucking say anything about that but I think that basically if you if you're trying to plea innocent for starters for something you you're not innocent of mm. um it's it's fucking pointless yeah because you, you can't fucking lie to the courts right but you don't even seem like you wanted to lie about it no well there's well, no I can't yeah you know what I mean like it's like but you're not fucking you, you're not stomping on her head and all that fucking shit you know like right. you can say that no, you no, can no. say that that's all fucking not true you know <laughs> I guess maybe there's not even any point I don't know whether there's look I'll even. say it again I was I was you know, I was I was charged for um, striking her. You know, um, if it was as bad as all that shit, and you were like choking her to sleep and fucking stopping her, you'd be in jail. Because it's, and I guess I think that's that's sort of my point. I guess I'm trying because to say there, the like, damage would be there too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it. once again, once again, that was the fucking media, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. That wasn't her. Yeah, you know what I mean. That wasn't what she said. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what she said. I wasn't in the room when. She, when it was pen on paper yeah, you know what yeah. I mean but they go and do what the fuck they want anyway and I don't, some people don't know that that's they're allowed to do that some yeah. people don't know some people think fuck if it's in the newspaper it's true some yeah. people don't know that they they are legally entitled to fucking say what they want because you're a public figure right is that the case yeah that they can pretty much just well, like just like I stuff said, just it, it just he had a platform and yeah. he suffered. Bit. Look at all these NRL players that get done. You know, yeah. if that was some some guy on the street that uh, had a bit of cocaine in a hotel yeah, same room, thing. no, I, I don't. No, nah, yeah, but I don't know that. Like, I just don't know that you can hold anybody to a different standard because of what they do. You know, absolutely, but, you shouldn't. Yeah, but, but you happens. are you are right. But but I mean, I don't think you could. I don't think that you could make the argument two ways. And I don't think either of them is an argument worth making. I think the real argument worth making is just like, don't fuck with the facts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let the facts just be the facts. Because yep. essentially... But people don't... People Well, there's like, no money in that. The, but the thing is this, the thing is in this. In terms of a newspaper selling shit. Yeah, and the people don't want facts. Yeah. They don't. They want to be entertained. People want a villain. Right. They do, yeah. They want a hero and they want a villain. That's right. But I think... Uh, sorry, the point that I was trying to make is... And again, it's like, it's sensitive. I want to say the right things to just to you, regardless of, you know, who fucking listens. But it's like, I've fucked up shit in my life. I've got things where I've had that moment where I'm just been like, fuck. I can't, I can't come back from that moment now. Like, I fucked up. I fucked that moment. And it's a mistake. And if I could do that thing again, I would do that thing again. And it's like, I'm sure that's fucking part of being a human. Um, but I think that the way that you can um, post everything, the way that you can still genuinely believe that it wasn't her that did that. And I d- we haven't even got into like how low you were after it. And I mean, to have that kind of um, spirit towards her and, and give her the credit of like, oh, that w- wouldn't have been what she said to the media. That is a big thing I think for you to sort of say like I'm sure it was, that it was I'm hard. sure it's quite hard to get to that point it's, it, it was hard because everyone that I loved wanted to like wanted to me to turn on her or like you know and like 
I think there are people out there that I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Shit, like, I I just think that I couldn't. I wouldn't put anyone through that. You know, um, as in what they put you through. Yeah. In terms of the media side of things. Yeah, especially someone that I love. You know, like it's not that would you know ruin look I don't believe that she did anything um to to fuck my life you know what I mean I think has it affected your life fucked it completely fucked it but are you happy now yeah I am I'm happy now with my life with moving on with my life but and what's your life consist of now I think things I think things would have been better for me I think I think things I think it was I had to I think I had to I think a lot of time went into rebuilding um, everything I'd work for I'll never be able to get my fighting career back again it won't be the same I'll never be able to they I'll never be able to get back the years I put into trying to give like everything that to share my fucking whole life and you know with yeah it was an it was it was a never-ending fucking fight bro it was just yeah it was but what makes you happy now i know you're never going to get your fighting career back i know oh, just, i mean I, I mean apart from that though like what about yeah it sucks you lost your career and all the stuff that comes along with it but like what about you as a dude like for that shit not to happen again like that's probably you know what i mean like how do you be okay with like man that fucking yourself to the point where like because you're in a relationship now yeah like i I know we're here to talk about all the bad shit that's happened to you but i know you're not a victim either so i don't want people you know when you start talking about oh i'll never get my fighting career back i'll never get this back that's not you man people need to hear that but I want to hear more like the real jewels, you know, coming out now and being happy and you're a fucking hell oh, of yeah. a barber. Yeah. I like, I mean, I've been cutting hair for forever since I left school. So I was always doing that. Um, it, it, like I said, they, these things affect you and you can fall, you know, from them um, to the point where, you know, your businesses get closed down shit like that. Yeah. Um, other people can't hire you. Um, you're jobless pretty much for a while after yeah. something like that. Um, because it's bad for business yeah. simple um, whether you believe it or not people that come to your business have their opinion and it's going to affect your business so it was fucking you know but it didn't stop me I just kept you know true to who I was um, honest to my mistakes um, getting back up again and um, and be just being better being willing to Except that those mistakes had been made, and that I will f- I will face the consequence to that, and then um, work on on. You can never fix what your mm. mistakes are, but I mean you you can you can be better. You can you can be better every day with who you are and what you do and your decisions and um, how you treat people. I think it helps you with all that sort of stuff and um, that's all I could really do. I, mm. I just, 
the hardest part is not letting it um, like beat you not letting it not letting it um become an excuse no like define who you are like forever no, not, or? not letting not letting it um be a, a weight like a a a black fucking hurt like a hate or a pain inside of you there was a long time where I felt like a Mike Tyson like I just fucking hated everyone I hated did you hate yourself though yeah yeah you you fucking kick yourself a bit you do beat yourself up a bit um I think that would be a little bit necessary to get past it it in a way it is but at the same time like you can't live like that forever no you just I think I could accept pretty fucking fast that I made a mistake I think I was I I was I was really really quickly I acknowledged that fucking fucked up yeah and that you gotta fuck it's it's a real hard one man to explain it yeah no it's um but yeah you do you do beat yourself up I think the beating I think the beating is a lot of a shorter even though it could be a year or two it's a lot shorter than the the hurt you carry for the next 10 Mm. you know from just from other people and you know it's fuck man it's it's a it's a real it's a real hard situation to be in i couldn't imagine living through that it's it's you know but it it, so you know you just keep going you just you know you just keep working you just keep positive try and keep positive and um i gotta say this is a different side of julian that i haven't seen throughout our years and our friendship and our discussions you know like i'm actually i'm sitting here thinking mate you need to let a lot of this go a lot of it is water under a bridge and you've clearly clearly paid for your mistakes and you're clearly seeking redemption for them i think you owe it to yourself to take a little bit of pressure off yourself mate yeah i, I don't look i don't it's it's fuck man i to be honest i I, I'm, I I appreciate that I appreciate what you're saying I just I don't think I think it's it's just new to me too like mm. I've thought about it a lot but I've just I haven't spoken there's it. something about um, and it's one of the things that I why I love doing this is that a lot of times the things that I'm saying I don't really they're not fully thought like they're in, in your head is like a different thing to saying it and there is like a therapeutic benefit to me of talking about my ideas and my insecurities and the things that I'm feeling because you're right like you can think about it a lot in your head but until you're saying it and it's there's this verbal thing like there is a thing that happens like I understand the position that you're in in terms of trying to talk about something for the first time because a lot of times like man I'm in my head fucking 24 7 Mm. and I'm really that's why I like this I'm a thinker and I'm a deep thinker and I like to understand things and that comes with a certain level of like uh, like you kind of just got to flesh some shit out as you go but it is helpful and and I think that you know like, like to Ryan's point like you know I was even thinking before when we were doing this like seem like 
there's been a lot of fucked up shit that's happened and it seems like you do you know you carry a bit of that and it makes sense to to carry that shit you know it was like i mean yeah you're right everything everything you're saying is that you both of you are 100 right and i i appreciate people like you because you know some i guess it's good to, to talk has um, this been a bit more of a full-on experience for you than you fuck me i came, I came, I came in here i came in here thinking that we were you know I, I i think i wasn't expecting um to get this deep with what's been what uh, you know with with the whole thing but mm. you know i think it's hard now um once you once you and again too we can cut whatever no well, no no you know like no but it's it's no. it's just i, I think it's a credit to you mate as yeah, well and i, I what think you do on this the show. thing is like the thing is man it's it's fucking hard like i i'm not pre- i wasn't prepared to you know yeah. i don't know that situation it's real hard like i'm trying to be as objective as possible and i mean it's definitely the the thing as well which is you know people can fucking take five seconds of this or three seconds of that or a minute here and then stitch it with a minute there like people can always do that shit even in this kind of platform but at least this is all like on record as like you know we've been going three hours it's like listen to the whole thing listen to all of what this dude's saying hearing his voice if you think it's you mm. know genuine and like i can only take this as a grain of salt you're sitting across from me as a guy that I don't know, but I'm just trying to be open, hear what you're saying, think about me being in your situation, think about the the things that have happened and lead up. You know, I, that's all I'm trying to do, you know, like it, it is a, you know, I've got, I'm not not trying to have an opinion. I'm just trying to be as objective and as, and, and just kind too. Like I want to be a kind person yeah, it's, and, it's, and listen to what you have to once say. Once again, it's, it's always a fucking, like it's, it's, it, it's really appreciated 100 1 million percent but and it's all but it's always um it's always real hard to talk to you know people about things that they can't you know have an opinion on because Mm. they don't they weren't there Mm. you know or they didn't you know so it it is it's it's fucking hard but Mm. and it's hard to you know that's why it's just like was is there ever any point you know um, yeah, but I think opening, that, opening all that back up, you know, it's like, um, but there's a tone in you, bro. Like mm. there's a tone, like, and that's the thing where it's like, I don't agree. Like, I hope that I never get in a situation where i get physical with a, a girl. Like I hope, I hope for me, like, and I'm sure that you had that same hope, but I, I can't, I can't sit here as a, as a fucking guy and say that someone couldn't push that button like and i don't think anyone can mm. like there's a we're fucking human like there's a certain thing that it is possible people kill people men kill women women kill men there's you know, a, you there's, know what it, it, and that fucking it's gnarly dude that's that's it's that's, fucking real and if i if i sit here and i don't at least like acknowledge, acknowledge that it's fucking possible yeah and that you're yeah. not some kind of fucking one-off monster like it and that maybe that makes me a fucking I don't know people might look at that as a negative thing people but it's are like, always going to look at that as a negative but, but you know what I mean on, but yeah. it's like I can't I can't do here's, more than just be here's objective. the thing it was, you can't ask a question all, all I will say all I will say the only thing I can say and I don't know if it's going to make any sense but the only thing I can really fucking say is that uh, confidently without um, without affecting um anyone else's life um is simply because that's the real that's the real fucking 
um, variable here, you know, and that's that's all I'm concerned about. Okay, and it's not me. I'm you not don't want to bring anything more on her. Fuck no. Yeah. No, because I only ever wanted her to be where she is now. You know. Yeah. And it fucking makes me so happy. I'm still a fan. You know. And that's not bullshit. And I and there's once again there's two people that know that's not bullshit. Mm. And, and that's and, and that's that, me and her. And that's the thing that I think that there is a you know there's just a there's a tone. I don't like. I've been across for not across on this podcast. I try. Look, my, I, got, I try my best to bro. Vet, I got people. Here's but. the thing, man. I got a girlfriend at home. Mm. She will hear this, mm. right? That was another point I was going to bring up too. Is like you are in a relationship right yes. now, and yes. it, it looks quite happy. Yeah, so but there you know is, what? But you know what? I'm real as fuck, and people hate that about me. Or they love that about me, especially girls, women, my relationships that I've been in, right? So that person, um, that person uh, knows me. Mm. I've never lied about a fucking thing. Mm. They know where they stand, and they know about my about how I feel about my past and people that were in it. And I've never regretted. You know, I'm I'm not one of these dickheads that go, oh, I fucking hated that person or been with that person. You know, I'm not. Mm dude it happened for a reason you're there because yeah. you fucking loved that person whether you want to fucking bullshit yourself and everyone else around you or not you're full of shit yeah one you know time what you I mean? love that person fuck yeah you still do you yeah. may not in love with her anymore but love don't yeah. fucking leave you bro I agree with that you know what I'm saying so I'm not and that's why I that's why I, I have that respect mm. do you know because that's just I don't give a fuck do you know what I mean that is the truth it's gonna hurt people it's gonna upset other people you know what I mean mm. when it's your turn for me to talk about you I'll I'll say I'll it'll be the same mm. it'll be the truth you know and that's as simple as it is with, with this situation here the only thing that I can fucking say once again without without affecting anyone's life um, is simply that the situation that we were in was was very it was a very emotional one um, I think that we were both You've said enough, man. Yeah, if you you've said enough. I think you know what, man. I think you've done a really, really good job. Um, I think you have said enough. And um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. So back to the the situation was just. I think the main thing was that 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 media damage that people don't they they take so lightly. Yeah, it's just to to people, it's a story for a week or a couple of days mm. or one headline, but to you, it's your life. Dude, it's fucking, it's, it's like, like, you could, because you got your, you got your friends, you got your job, you got your work colleagues, you got your boss, you got your fucking mum, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your girlfriends, your ex-girlfriends, your friends, your enemies, your fucking teammates, your coach, your coach, um, you've got, um, you know, 
fucking everyone that's believed in you everyone that loves you you know and these people it's it's their news as well it's their fucking yeah. bad news as well you know so it's like um once again man it was just fucking rough as it was rough on my mum yeah you know it was rough on my sisters and my you know i have nieces you know i have nephews will that will that will their last name be affected by what's on what's there um will they be judged because of it like I don't know that you'd have to worry about that, to be honest. It's, I mean, it, I know that that's like the weight of the situation that you would it's carry. Just, yeah, it's just, it's just. But like, I don't. I think that fuck, man. You could you could think about this situation till you die. You probably will. <laughs> but it's like it's at some point. I guess maybe that's what Ryan was sort of alluding to. Is like, you probably don't have to think that far into it. I think mm. that you know, for me, like if I was one of your fucking best mates and i'll just sit here as like if you were one of my best mates i'd just say like i hope you've done the work in yourself to feel like that wouldn't happen again Mm. because uh legally you've done the work you know you got put on good behavior bond and then that's all good legally you've done that work but is that guy like have you done enough work on yourself and it's like i would want that is to me it's like fuck that other shit your nieces will be fine your nephews will be fine your friends if like you said they're the real ones like the fucking thing that you need to do is just like make sure that you've done the work on yourself and that you can believe that in future relationships going forward that 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 can't happen again because you've done the work and that's all you should care about bro because then that guy the guy that never does it again that's the dude that lives on that's the guy that will get talked about eventually and it's like to me that is the most important don't don't carry this other shit around in in your heart you know yeah i think i I honestly man i think that's what's got me through you know i think that's the only thing why i'm still here let's face it that's probably the only reason why i have moved on that's why i can go back into relationships Mm. you know that's why i can fall in love again Mm. i can trust again and i think it's just simply because i have done that work you know what i mean like it's it's you know so that's that's let's face it i I wouldn't have even been happy enough to fucking come here you know Mm. like because like i said i had the opportunity so many times you know and it was like you know i'd I kind of been fighting it like even you know this situation I've been trying to avoid it to be honest you know mm. but what for you know I've like you said I've 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 accepted everything wrong I've corrected you know myself and I've I've tried to better any kind of situation that has come out of that you know negative mistake whatever you want to call it is so at the end of the day it's you know i've done everything that i I can to 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 move forward with life you know so that Mm. and and just being here is is part of that you know what i mean being able to to say to myself when i go home tonight lay down in bed i can say oh i fucking i i I, you know do you almost feel like this is a the end of a chapter i yeah i think i think it has i think it um I'm fucking I don't think I, I probably don't realise how grateful I will be you know um, and how thankful I will be for this you know until I 
maybe even wake up in the morning you know it, mm. it's probably gonna but yeah I'm sure you've done a great job man I've, I've, thanks bro great job thank you man uh, and, and yeah so it's yeah the same same way man like it was really cool to, to sit down and have that chat like I, d- I didn't know what I was in for when it come to that and I, and I hope I did a good enough job dealing with something like that I don't yeah. because I'm not a fuck hey anyone listening that listens to this for the first time I'm not a fucking professional yeah. I'm just a fucking idiot with a nice studio <laughs> like that's it that's that's my level of expertise in this matter so I was just I'm purely just trying to treat you as like the man that's in front of me and listen to the words hear the tone because you can hear people that are full of shit and then I have just been trying to like give you the benefit of the doubt in these situations based on the information that I'm getting off you and I have tried to be honest in terms of my beliefs so I hopefully I've done a good enough job to allow you to sort of speak the way that you have without judgment but without just letting you fucking talk shit so (laughs) I guess that's the balance yeah man i truly appreciate it once again man like it's been cool to um touch on you know what's been going on like i you know when you guys come you know and and approach me it's like are you still fighting you know what's the go like you know you were you know you were here you were fighting you know quite regularly in in the country and it's just not you know now now there's nothing there's zero fighting happening what's going Mm. on so touching on all that stuff is cool and um obviously part of that being um that story obviously was uh, a bit of a surprise to to us but it, it, it was cool to honestly it was um, even though it's something I've been very ashamed about it's it's been cool to talk about it just for a you know brief moment but mm. like I said um, I've got nothing bad to say about about anybody you mm. know um, in in my in my life mm. and I said it in the beginning everything that's happened has truly been a, a, a blessing. Even mm. my mistakes have really turned out um, for the best for me. Mm. Um, and that might sound, you know, you can make that sound however you want to. Um, but you got to grow through this shit. Otherwise, 100%. what's the point? Mm. 100%. And again, it's like, I, I, I genuinely, I don't give a fuck what people think. If you... I believe in do the crime do the time you did the fucking crime you got punished for that crime by the court which we all fucking elect we all elected that shit and after that on a on a I guess like a technical level of like being a citizen you've done that and then on a like I said if I was your friend I'd say have you done the work and if you can say that that's the case then it's like why should why should that be why should that be any more what more like why does someone have to hurt forever for something Mm. you know and i think that i think it's kind of a problem in our society is that we love that shit we love to make the martyr we fucking we we do love that shit there's a there's a part of of us for whatever reason where it's like when someone does something they're fucking done cancelled you fucked up that's you but it's like, well, then what's the fucking point of punishment? What's the point of this? If why punish somebody? Why is there not? Why isn't everything just a life sentence? Mm. Why have we set this shit up so that you do your three years, you do your two years, you do your twenty-five years, you do your life without parole? Like, haven't we all fucking decided as a culture that 
people get punished and then when they get punished that part of that punishment is like rehabilitation you know and it's like i i think that if somebody is you know you i guess for me as a person again like i can't say that i am like trying to justify in the event but in terms of post event what society has said over fucking thousands of years we're at the pinnacle of human society they've said that you've got to do this this and this this is a criteria for to be like rehabilitated and back into society then it's like i fucking i believe in that system and i I don't want to be a i personally don't want to be a person that holds those kind of things over somebody for their whole life because i'm not the same fucking person i was at 19 i'm not the same person Mm. i was at 25 not the same person i was at 29 i think that's the most important thing for people to fucking realize you know fuck everything you said then is like that's exactly i think even myself i can take away from from this conversation just hearing you speak just now and realize yeah fuck you're right you know it's not just about me you know it's about everybody and if you have made a mistake and you have you know that I just wonder how many fucking people is, are in are, are going through mm. this now. Dude, I've done shit that like I can't I personally struggle to forgive myself for. And it's like a battle. And it's like fucked up decisions I made. I'm sure you've made some decisions mm. with the shit you've been through that there's a lot of regret in those decisions and that you have to you carry that around. But it's like at what point can you just admit to yourself that like I've done the work. Like, I'm not going to do that again. Like, if you can sit yeah, here and important. honestly say that that isn't going to happen, like, who the fuck am I to, like, who the fuck am I to judge that? I can't judge that shit. Like, if you fucking said you've done the work, I'm trying to do the work on shit that I'm going through, you know? So it's like, fuck, do I want someone to hold something that I've fucked up over my head for the rest mm. of my life? And, like, should that stain my existence forever? I don't know but and I'm saying like as a society we've said no because not everything's a life sentence you know and I guess that's my that's my take on it so anyway rant over boys good rant (laughs) great rant real good real good alright boys we'll shut it down I really appreciate it man we just did uh, three hours and 22 minutes of podcasting so I, I really hope that it wasn't I think it was great dude I I really hope that just anyone that is going to tune in and listen is um, 100% going to enjoy hearing this man Um, obviously this time people are at home and Mm. um, you know this all this shit going on I think there's more positive in this to take Mm. than negative absolutely I think think there's I think people Mm. can can hear this and realize imagine how nice it might make people feel that hate you go don't hate him anymore it's not even you know i understand you just can't hate yourself bro no i I (laughs) don't you know that's the the thing is is like look the thing is is this it's not even about hate it's it's more about like i just i really hope that there is someone there are multiple more than more than a few people that are going to listen in and go that's helped me Mm, yeah you know there's a lesson in this for everyone whether they've made the mistake and more importantly whether they not yet have made a mistake like that Mm. you don't fucking want to you know simple as that and um if you have you know you can you can keep going man there are people that care there are people that love you believe in you and um 
you know, you you got to have forgiveness and to move forward, bro. You got you got to let it go, and um, you can, man. Everyone can. That's the most important thing. I just, and I hope that that's that's taken from this is all all it is. I don't want to fucking. I don't want anything else from it. You know. I got love for you, dude. I really appreciate Thank you, it, man. man. I appreciate being here. Really do. No, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, boys. Fuck yeah. You. Yeah.